serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world. This is the Show Me Sports Network. The following is an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and is a high-fidelity, all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyright by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited. It's time for Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Show Me Sports Network. This is the Southern Boone County Eagles pregame show on the exclusive home for Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network. We'll recap last game's highlights, set the stage for kickoff, and even get the thoughts of the head coach during the pregame show, all while we get set to bring you the exciting play-by-play action of your Southern Boone County Eagles. The biggest and absolute best coverage in mid-Missouri is on the air as the Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew are ready in the broadcast booth. Exclusive pregame coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football is brought to you by Avon with Michelle Cartier. Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, Sawdust Studios, Southern Boone Booster Club, and Zealous WBGT. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Eagles Radio Network. Now let's go live to the field to the Show Me Sports Network broadcast booth. And a very pleasant good evening, everyone. Blake Gassaway here with you, joined by Mike Freeze, as we are just a little under half an hour away from getting our regular season finale underway as the Southern Moon County Eagles sitting at 4-4 four and four on the season host the 8-0 Blair Oaks Falcons in a Tri-County Conference matchup. It's also senior night, and as we said, it wraps up the regular season for both of these teams in a game that is a... Uh, would say historic matchup. This is the 18th time these two teams have matched up. Unfortunately, Southern Boone trails the series 0-17, but that means there's a first time for everything, and we could see history in the making. Well, like we talked about before the game, for the broadcast started, there is a first time for everything, and certainly it would be they're up against quite the challenge tonight. Uh, not only an awesome program in Blair Oaks with a great coaching staff with tons of experience at all over the place, head coaching experience as assistants, including one who used to coach here. But on top of that, they have easily the best player in central Missouri, mid-Missouri, from a pure high school player standpoint, probably the best in the state. You know, yeah, he's not getting looks from Division One, but, you know, he's a winner. You know, we're talking about the quarterback, Dylan, here. He can run. He can pass. He can do it all. Uh, I, I, I read somewhere where if you pressure him, you can make him into mistakes. But that's with any quarterback, you can pressure them. But he's as good as it comes. Um, the program is amazing. You know, you look at their roster. They start freshmen regularly. They got a freshman that starts on, at tailback. They got a freshman that starts on defense. Only about two players, I believe, go both ways, and they've been doing that for years. So that entire offensive line, which, by the way, is all seniors and one junior, who is a very, very good unit, 
they can, during the de- when defense is out there, they can make adjustments. Absolutely. Whereas on our side, to make matters worse for us, we have a lot of players that are nicked up. Dylan Isles was out for the rest of the season. It's uh, my understanding that Owen's going to be out as well. So we're going to be moving people around the offensive line to try to go up against a defense that's going to be fresh, fresher than us because we have a lot of guys who need to play a lot tonight. Well, that's the thing that really makes this team just so uh, dangerous. And it seems like year in and year out, if you talked about the couple freshmen, if you didn't know they were freshmen, you would have no idea that that was a freshman player out there. You would thought that they were a four-year starter coming in and a senior, and, and they just play above what that level is that we typically see. And they, they just cultivate. And, you know, it, it, Blair Oaks is a team that you strive to be because they cultivate right. a program just year after year after year that churns through. Well, Coach LePage is probably the first one in the area that started to play freshman sophomores about four to five years ago. Now, it helped that one of them was Dylan here when he was a freshman. <laughs> um, so, certainly, he was the first one in the area that really gave a lot of re- respect and credit and gave all these people a chance and had the confidence in them. And now you're seeing almost every team we play every week has a freshman um, that's playing quite a bit, definitely a couple sophomores. So, you know, 10 years ago that was rare. And right. certainly that's something that LePage did start a few years back and it's worked out wonderful, wonderful for them. They are easily one of the best programs, most admired uh, programs, the program that, like you said, everyone wants to become. Well, the good thing is that uh, for Southern Boone, we know that they have uh, some of the defense has just been gutted a little bit because of some injuries, and everything kind of all happened at once. But the good thing is from a program standpoint and from, you know, you look at the big picture, sometimes we got to go up high and look at that big picture. We're seeing some guys, some of those freshmen and sophomores for ourselves, that are getting chances to step up. They're getting a chance to play, and they've looked very well. I've been very impressed with several of the underclassmen who've got a chance to play. They're making the best of that time, and they're they're being productive, and that helps build that program. And that's something that you know is so important. Is to I mean that that's why Blair Oaks is so good is because they found that way to keep it generating, keep it churning. And we're starting to see that with Southern Boone a little bit. Next man up, you know, you're always there. You're putting in the work. When it's your time, you got to get out there and make the most of it. Yeah, last week we had a lot of injuries as well, not as much as this week. But uh, we still had a lot of players that stepped in and played really well, just, you know, despite getting lost. But, but still, yeah, you're correct. It, it all works, all helps in the long run. Next man up, the coaches have confidence in those players. So, you know, we were told early, in the season that that we we're going to have a lot, we're going to see a lot of freshmen and sophomores get a lot of playing time. We sure have, and uh, they've played very very well. Absolutely, and you know that's the thing that that's what builds championship programs is having that ability when somebody goes out just to have the next person step in and take over, and that's what Southern Moon is working towards. We are going to take a quick break here. We'll be back as uh, we'll be joined with our pregame conversation with head coach and Mark Ross for Southern Boone. We'll take a a quick break and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Hi, I'm retired Army Sergeant Trent Dirks, and I want to tell you about an organization that saved and changed my life forever. Retrieving Freedom provides highly trained service dogs to veterans with disabilities and children with autism absolutely free of charge, thanks to the generous donations and support from people just like you. Experts from Retrieving Freedom help throughout the entire process from fostering programs through service dog placement. Retrieving Freedom gave me the skilled service dog Tracer, who has been my best friend in my lifeline. To find out more about how you can get involved, volunteer, foster, or to donate, visit their website, 
RetrievingFreedom.org. Retrieving Freedom, changing lives through the training and placement of service dogs for veterans with disabilities and children with autism. Welcome back to the Southern Blue County Eagles pregame show here on the Show Me Sports Network. We're joined by Southern Blue County Eagles football head coach Mark Ross. Coach Ross, thanks for joining us for tonight's game. Yeah, you bet. Thanks for having me. Well, last week, your squad wrapped up the road stretch of the regular season as they traveled to Osage to take on the Indians. It was a Tri-County Conference matchup. Your squad came up just a little bit short on the scoreboard, dropping in contest to Osage by a final of 54-39. to What were your thoughts on the game last week? I think a lot of positive things. We're really proud of the way that some of our guys have been stepping up and especially some of the guys that, you know, haven't got a lot of playing time or are some new faces to the starting unit. We've been really happy with that production there. Ultimately, you know, we've got to do a better job of taking care of the football and I think that game ends up just a little bit differently for us. Well, you knew going in Osage was a pretty stout team. Uh, they showed that they're kind of picking up the momentum right at the right time and obviously getting some few key guys back and making some changes since week four when and they got on their winning streak here. Uh, but I agree, a game that uh, definitely was better, and we've talked about this for a lot of the season, better than what the final score indicated. We still had an opportunity to, uh, you know, recover an onside kick there. Unfortunately, just didn't bounce our way. So then they respond and they go down and score that kick with a short field. And so it makes it look a little bit more than what it actually was. And we really felt like it was a much closer game than the score may indicate. Well, the Indians also are not really the conventional team that you would draw up if you had to envision a team that's on a five-game winning streak. They don't overwhelm you with size. Um, they don't have a lot of skill players, but they just really execute very effectively. Yeah, absolutely. Coach is doing a really nice job down there and getting those guys to play some really good football. And their style that's fairly similar to us as far as where we want to be when healthy. So we've kind of had to call an audible on some of that stuff. Just very good at what they do. You guys started the game off with the ball. You were able to have a short drive, then turn it over on downs. Osage took their first possession and scored to kind of get the momentum swung in their favor. I think our guys still did a nice job of responding after that whole sequence of events. We went into the game and we felt as though it was in our best interest to be extremely aggressive and we continue to do that throughout the course of the night. Some of those situations don't always go your way and unfortunately that was one of them. Well, you were absolutely right that your squad was able to answer the Indians on the following kickoff. It was a huge return, took it down to the two-yard line. That set up a one-play two-yard uh, drive that's capped off by two-yard touchdown run on a quarterback keeper. Yeah, huge return by Brady Dapkiss. You know, we've been trying to find ways to get him a little bit more involved, and he did a really nice job on that return and had some great blocks out in front of him. And, you know, he, he did what we always see in practice in the game there and set up a nice touchdown run there for Austin Evans. Well, the game was almost an offensive showcase in the first half with 46 points scored in that first half of action. Yeah, you know, and that's one thing that felt like we needed to get a few more defensive stops there heading into halftime, unfortunately, that we weren't able to get. We like to see a lot of points, but not always when it's against us. Well, there in that second quarter, you guys were on offense and threw an interception. However, the big man who got the INT was stripped of the ball and returned. Your Eagle squad was able to recover it. Walk us through that sequence. I think Chase Morris probably made two of the best plays that I've seen in a high school game in a really, really long time. Both of them were happened to be in the same game between him chasing that kid down, knocking it out, scooping it up, returning it another 15 yards back the other way. And then, of course, his touchdown later in the game from that point really shows that never give up mentality that Chase has and how hard of a worker he is. It says a lot that 
you know, he was 10 yards behind and, and tracked that kid down and was able to knock that thing out and recover it himself. He'll return it the other way. Well, I think you can say that uh, about the whole squad that was out there. Nobody gave up despite the interception. And it was good to see that the guys were staying with it. They were trying to, to bounce back. And, you know, it's, uh, it's something that showcased, obviously, uh, Chase very well. But it also, you know, was a was a team effort of sorts, too. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and once Chase was able to secure that thing and turn around and go the other way, you know, we had plenty of guys that were right behind him that were able to turn into blockers instantly for him. And that's always a great thing to see. Well, following that fumble, you guys were able to score to help stifle the momentum that Osage was trying to mount at that time. Yeah, that was huge for us to respond, to have a turnover and then force one ourselves on the same play and go back down when we were already knocking at the door in the red zone there and to be able to respond and then go, go down and punch it in was really huge at that moment. Well, at halftime, you guys were trailing 28 to 18. What was the message in the locker room for the players? We just kind of talked about some of the situations that happened in the first half and how things could have swung differently, put ourselves in a better position going in halftime, but that we just had to keep battling and that those opportunities were going to present themselves again in the second half there. And I felt as though we played a much cleaner second half than we did the first half. Well, Osage got the ball to start the second half. They went down and scored. Your squad on their first possession of the second half was able to answer and go down and score as well. That was a huge response for them coming out of half like that. Again, the message was to keep fighting, find ways to bounce back, and the guys kept finding ways to do that. Well, about midway through the third quarter, and you kind of hit on this too, and we saw arguably one of the best plays of the season. If not, probably one of the best we'll see uh, for years to come and definitely one of the best plays I've had the chance to call as junior quarterback Austin Evans found junior wide receiver Chase Morris in the corner of the end zone for a 25-yard touchdown. It wasn't the fact that it was a 25-yard touchdown. It was the uh, fact that it was the triple tip that resulted in the touchdown, and that's what we dubbed it, the triple tip touchdown catch. That was an amazing thing to call and just showed that he never gave up on that ball getting to see some of the video after the fact down there on the sidelines shows how much more impressive it was and we didn't know if, if he was able to stay in bounds and after seeing some of that video he did a tremendous job of keeping that thing alive and again continuing the fight for his team is awesome to see and for him to be able to complete that play was absolutely incredible and those are those things, too, that you do your best to coach the, the squad, but that's something that, you know, you don't coach. It's an instinctive thing that they just have, and you like to see that with the players. Yeah, definitely. We preach effort, never give up till the whistle, but at the same time, they've got to go out and do it on the field, and it's always great to see those plays serialized like that. Well, Morris is listed at 5'7". The safety covering him was 6'3", senior Connor Vaughn, also the starting quarterback. Almost an 8-inch disadvantage for Morris, but he stayed with it, followed the ball all the way through, and uh, wound up with it and was rewarded for that touchdown. Yeah, you know, and, and probably one of their better cover guys with his length and athleticism. Being their quarterback, he can run the ball extremely well, so he's a great defender, and for Chase to be able to make that play on him says a lot. Well, that wasn't the only uh, tipped ball we got to see. You know, how often do you guys practice tip drills? Because we saw three passes on the night that were caught off tips, two of which found their way into the end zone for touchdowns. Kind of a wild series of events to have that happen multiple times like that in a game. You know, offensively, we really don't practice it. More a defensive thing that we do with our secondary. On rare occasion, you address it and you cover it and those sorts of things. But again, it's kind of like you mentioned earlier, it's kind of an instinctual thing. And just always play through the whistle. Have opportunities like that and capitalize on them anytime you can. Well, I felt like throughout the game, you guys were in the game the whole time. You just needed another stop here, maybe another tackle there, and it definitely would be a different ballgame. 
Yeah, absolutely. And again, we had some guys that hadn't practiced some positions necessarily. A lot of reps throughout the course of the week and stepped up really nicely. And again, we're just really proud of the effort. And, you know, we just we feel like we're right there and we've just got to be able to make some of those plays, especially late in the game. Well, your squad did have several long drives on the night. They were ones that, uh, at least play number-wise, were long drives. But it became an opportunity where the ones that didn't stack up, uh, you know, nearly double-digit plays in the series, it's because you guys were gashing them for 12, 15, 10 yards a play. We were able to send some drives and kind of keep the chains moving. We've got to do a better job of executing in the red zone. Missed a couple of opportunities there that we've really got to capitalize on and, and some third down situations, you know, that we kind of focus on. And again, we've just got to clean a few things up here and there and keep fighting like they are. And, and those things will come together. We also got to see you guys last week open the playbook up a little bit and maybe have a little fun as uh, Chase Morris got to throw a pass that went for 44 yards. And then you guys did also what looked like a double swinging gate formation that forced Osage to uh, reconsider how they were lining up. Those are some things that try to sprinkle in. Some different things that other teams are going to have to practice a little bit here and there. In fact, some of the things that you want to do in the run game even. So anything that we can do to create a competitive advantage, you know, we're going to continue to do some of those things. And it's a lot of fun for the guys to be able to do those things in practice as well. Well, quarterback Austin Evans, he had another tremendous night, going 26 of 44 for 350 yards and included five touchdowns. He did have three interceptions on the day, but still a great showing on his part. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and again, the, the the passing stats jump off the chart to you, but at the same time, what he was able to do with his legs and extend some of those drives, be able to scramble for some first downs. Think about the fourth down. He put us in a great position to make a scramble and gave us an opportunity to extend the play. And because of the things that he was doing, we were able to force a penalty in that situation and keep that drive alive and, and go down and score. And so things like that are, are really the key things for us that we love that Austin does for us. Well, on the ground, you guys rushed the team for just over 100 yards. Uh, so combine that with the nearly 400 yards through the air, you guys had a 500-yard game. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, you know, our, our highest yardage output on the season. But again, we've got to be able to take care of the ball at the same time. We talk about those stats that win games and winning that turnover margin is definitely a big one for us that we put a lot of emphasis on. So as long as we continue to rev some of those numbers up and keep the ball in our favor a little bit more, the sky's really the limit. Well, we knew going into the game last week, and we've had these pregame conversations uh, a little bit too, that you know, last week the team was banged up a little bit. There was a handful of starters who see a lot of start time and have some leadership opportunities as well. They were out due to injuries, so you really got to think about the next up mentality. We've had anywhere from five to eight starters out the last couple of weeks here, seeing some of those guys step up and really capitalize on those opportunities. Those are the things that you really enjoy seeing and seeing their hard work that they do behind the scenes that maybe a lot of other people don't see because they don't see them a whole lot on Friday night, but we know that it's there. Those guys getting those opportunities and capitalize on them is a lot of fun for us as coaches. Well, we got to see that showcase, too, on both sides of the ball, as well as on the special team side, too. But I think, you know, it, it makes me excited, you know, for the future as well. We know that, you know, programs are building and they're backfilling and there's going to be athletes that are coming through year after year. And the program is just going to get that much better each year that it goes on. Yeah, absolutely. That's something that's pretty critical. You know, you always want to continue to develop your depth and 
and your young kids. And we've wrapped up the JV season here and the growth and development of even those young kids that maybe aren't seeing the field on Friday night. It's exciting to know how bright the future is with how hard those guys are working and they're chomping at the bit waiting for their moment. It's going to be a fun one when they get that opportunity. And again, defensively, despite the score, it was still a, a pretty solid game. There was, uh, you know, a lot of hard, a lot of effort left out on the field. There's some critical stops that got the ball back for the offense. So again, was a good game to watch. Just a few things here and there that uh, clean up a little bit, like you said, and be a whole different ball game. Yeah, absolutely. Well, at the season winding down, still some questions left in how Class 3 District 5 rankings will finalize. Your Eagles sit in fourth. Not an ideal spot that uh, you'd like to be in, at least if you got to have a pick and where you wanted to be at, but certainly not the worst either. But you guys started looking at and, and talking about the, you know, we're down to a handful of scenarios of what could happen, but those uh, all have some big bearings on how it's going to look. Yeah, definitely, you know, and we've got to take it one week at a time and just continue and get healthy here and continue to develop some of our depth and play quality football. We're excited that we've got a great team in Blair Oaks coming to town to challenge us this week and the opportunities for growth there as we kind of rev up our district. Guys are definitely excited and, and upbeat about possibilities of how the district standings can all end up and road that we would need to take. But again, that emphasis is on one week at a time here. Well, tonight, your Eagles wrap up their regular season as they host the eight no Blair Oaks Falcons. That's in a Tri-County Conference matchup. Blair Oaks, again, just year in and year out as a juggernaut of a team, it seems. We've talked about this before, but they're definitely the program that, you know, the conference schools and area schools replicate that success. You want to build a program that's successful from the top down year in and year out. Coach has done a really nice job of that. Got a great squad this year. and It's a little bit different look than what we've seen out of most opponents this year, offensively and defensively. So that's always nice and, and a challenge in, in how you prep for situations like that. We're excited about the opportunity. Leading up to the game tonight, how has practice gone this week? Still uh, trying to figure out where some guys are going to kind of fit in and, again, seeing as many guys step up to the plate and challenge for different spots and how bad they want to be in those spots. And having that competitive environment and practice is always great to see, regardless of who you're playing, and that's been really pleasant to see this week. How's the health of everybody? Still got some guys that are going to be out this week. We're starting to get on the mend a little bit here, and we're hoping to continue to do so throughout the week and continue to get ready for districts is, is really the end-all goal here and finish out the regular season strong and get everybody back healthy and charge their districts. While facing the Falcons tonight, what do you expect to see out of them? They like to throw the ball, but at the same time, the hair kid is tremendous at running the football, and he definitely makes it difficult to uh, cover all the skill sets that he has. They've got a, a freshman running back that runs the ball extremely hard, although he is still just a freshman. So they, they've got a lot of weapons across the field, and, and they definitely like to spread it out, but at the same time, be able to use their athleticism to get out in the run game. And defensively, they're they're a physical style defense. They're very fundamentally sound up front. You know, they like to base out of a four-three. So we've got to find some creative ways to get some guys open in space and go make plays. Well, Coach Ross, we appreciate you joining us on our pregame show. Any final thoughts before you get out of here? Hey, you know, we hope everybody comes out and supports tonight for senior night. Sends these seniors off with their final regular season home game of their career in style. Hey, let's go out there and get that W. All right, sounds great. Thank you. That's Southern Boone County Eagles football head coach Mark Ross. We're going to take a break and be right back with more of our Southern Boone County Eagles pregame show. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football on the home of the Eagles, the Show Me Sports Network.
you've been listening to the Southern Boone County Eagles pregame show on the exclusive home for Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network. The excitement is building in the stands and the tension is rising on the sideline as kickoff is just around the corner. Exclusive pregame coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football has been brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, Sawdust Studios, Southern Boone Booster Club, and Zealous WBGT. The biggest and absolute best coverage in mid-Missouri continues as we'll be back with kickoff right after these messages. This has been the Southern Boone County Eagles pregame show on the exclusive home for Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! It's time for Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Show Me Sports Network. This is Southern Boone County Eagles football on the exclusive home for the Eagles radio network, the Show Me Sports Network. Exclusive play-by-play coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football is brought to you by... Avon with Michelle Carty, Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, Sawdust Studios, Southern Boone Booster Club, and Zealous WBGT. The biggest and absolute best coverage in mid-Missouri is on the air as the Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew are ready in the broadcast booth for kickoff. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Eagles radio network. Now let's go live to the field to the Show Me Sports Network broadcast booth. And a very pleasant good evening, everyone. Blake Gasaway here with you as we are just about set they get our ball game underway just a couple minutes away as the 8-0 Blair Oaks Falcons have made their way here to Ashland to take on the 4-4 Southern Boone County Eagles, a Class 3 District 5 matchup for Southern Boone and uh, Class 2 District 2 for the Falcons as these two teams. This is an old rivalry, almost as old as the football program itself here as uh, they know each other well. Unfortunately, most of those games Well, I should say all of those games have been in favor of the Falcons, but at some point, might not be tonight, but at some point, that is going to come to an end. Yeah, there there has been a few games the past five years where we've played really close with them for for a half, and then the second half, they just pull away. And mostly it's because they're much better, but also because of the fact that they do have so many players that they play versus we have to rely on fewer players. Part of that's because we have a soccer program that they don't. 
you know, they have, even though they're a smaller school, um, they do have about uh, 12 to 15 more players dressed out than, than we do. But, uh, you know, Coach alluded to, try to get the coach to talk about districts and so forth but like a good coach he basically made it sound like they haven't looked forward to it but most likely we're looking at probably hosting Eldon next week if things go as we think they're going to go tonight now if we do win and everybody else loses we could still end up in first place it's a big ask but it's possible <laughs> i'd be A-okay. it's possible so we'll see like uh like we said last week boonville got upset by versailles now the gap between versailles in Boonville um, is a little bit smaller than the gap between historically Blair Oaks and us um, just because Blair Oaks has been that special of a team year in year out. Um, I can't remember the last time when they weren't an odds on favorite to uh, get go deep in the playoffs in uh, whatever class they end up being that year, 2A or 3A. You mentioned scoring. They don't allow a lot of points. They score a lot of points. They, I believe their closest game was, what, 35 to nothing? Against a Lutheran North Town or school that uh, is a powerhouse in the St. Louis area, not another private school or a private school who has a good history of sending a lot of talent to the Division One um, level. So uh, it's a really good team. Obviously, like we talk almost every every week, we have to have good line play. All starts there, and we have to make sure we take care of the ball. Don't have any turnovers. Well, you mentioned it, Blair Oaks averaging only allowing 13.8 points a game. Their defense gives up on the offensive side for Southern Boone. They are averaging 32.0 points a game. Switching the page here, the offense averaging 55.6 points a game for Blair Oaks. And for Southern Boone, they're allowing 28.3 points a game is what they're averaging. So, you know, in my book, that's a good matchup for what we're going to see here tonight as uh, these two teams, again, very familiar with each other. 18th matchup. The first 17 have gone in favor of Blair Oaks. Their last matchup was the 15th of October last year. Blair Oaks won 71-34 as Blair Oaks on a 17-0 win streak. As Salter will have it teed up for Southern Boone. As we are just about ready to get senior night underway here, the regular season finale. Gets everything set up for districts. That begins next week. Class 3, District 5, as they'll try an onside kick. And it'll be recovered by Southern Boone, it looks like. Southern Boone comes up with the onside kick. Is that Jennings that comes up with it? What a great kick. Got it on the the ground quickly and makes that squirrely bounce that the football is known to do. So good chance for our offensive line to get off to a good start. Well, they've been working on that the past several weeks. Finally got it perfected there as ball will be on the 49-yard line of Blair Oaks. And Southern Boone going left to right on your Show Me Sports Network media center or app. As Evans will be in shotgun, he'll give it off. As working this way is Bowles, and he will lose a couple yards. Yeah, kind of a new formation that we haven't run too much where we have everyone bunched on, on the one side, and I mean bunched. So everyone's bunched up onto the right, which was this, the wide side of the field, and we try to power at that side, and nothing there. So let's bring up a second and long here for Southern Boone as they'll look over here. Evans will be in shotgun. As that'll bring up second and 12. 
They'll rearrange the play. Again, just like you said, everybody bunched up all tied on either side. They will split out the back as they'll throw to the far side. And the pass is going to be caught. That was by yeah. Bassnet. Yeah, certainly the formation was even on both sides, uh, but they still kind of bunched up closer to the interior of the formation and then send bowls in motion to empty backfield and pass play all the way and nice ex- execution. So that'll bring up a third and five here. Clock rolling 10-50. As another quick pass over here to the near side. Dropped in the belly of Morris as he is going to have the first down. He picked up about another five yards, almost parallel to the ground, but kept the knees and the elbows off. Yeah, empty backfield that time. Uh, Just a quick strike. Uh, Blair Oaks sent a middle linebacker blitzing, and, man, did he get there quick, but perfect execution by our junior quarterback. So, again, bunched up, everybody in tight. Two receivers on the top and the bottom of the play, one back. As Evans drops back, looking near side. Now he's going to have to roll to the far side. He has pressure. He's going to throw it up, has a receiver. And there's going to be contact, an easy penalty right there as the defender just ran through the receiver. Ball was on its way there, but easy pass interference. Yeah, great decision by Evans that time. He rolled out to the left, had a significant amount of pressure up the middle. At least two Blair Oaks Falcons came up the middle. And they weren't blitzing anything anywhere there, so... Uh, we definitely hit, we, we know we do have a patchwork offensive line this week, so they're going to have to do a better job there. But like you said, real easy pass interference to call, no doubt, even from all the way up here. So, yeah, he got defender got burned there on the play. Just decided to take out the receiver and say, "Well, you won't have a chance to catch it now." So they'll split out receivers. Trips up top, one down low again. Southern Boone working left to right on your broadcast here. As Evans will get the shotgun snap. He'll roll to the far side, still rolling. He's going to have to get rid of it and does so, and pass will be caught, but out of bounds. Yeah, good decision. That was more of a cold rollout this time versus the last play where um, he was forced to roll out and uh, nothing, no one was open, and he made a great decision to throw the ball out of bounds. So he's been doing really good this year for the most part, making good decisions of when to force it and when to throw it out of bounds. So good job. So we'll bring up a second down here. Clock stop, 10-13 left to go in this opening quarter. Ball on the 16-yard line of Blair Oaks. Empty backfield now. They'll have four receivers down low. Rolling to the near side is Evans. He'll get the pass off. It'll be caught as that's Dapkis makes a move. He'll be into the end zone for a 16-yard touchdown. Beautiful play. Again, empty set. So obviously the offensive minds of the Eagles are seeing something that they can do passing more than running. Um, and fabulous job. This time he rolled to the right due to pressure. That middle linebacker comes hard and fast whenever they run a um, empty backfield. But good job getting a hot pass to the, to the flat, to the out, and good job running after he caught the ball. So Salter will come on to try the PAT. He's counting to make sure he's got enough players out there. And Southern Boone takes the early six to nothing lead. They're trying to stretch it to seven to nothing as whistles. Let's see what something wrong with the holder. Yeah, they're gonna equipment bring equipment or blood or they're gonna bring in a substitute holder, which will be 
Mr. Austin Evans. Some reason that the holder did not get to take part in this, so. Salter says he's ready. Snap is a little offline, but blocked. it's going to be blocked as it's pretty much taken off of his cleat. And Southern Boone will still lead by a score of 6 to nothing. We'll take a quick break and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Attention Eagles fans, here's your chance to help the student-athletes of Southern Boone County by becoming a member of the Southern Boone Booster Club. Your gifts help provide all Southern Boone County athletes with a safe and positive experience while attending our school district and also help purchase items that our sports team couldn't otherwise afford. You can join the Southern Boone Booster Club this season for as little as $25. Membership is open to everyone. Interested in joining? Look them up on Facebook by searching Southern Boone Booster Club or email them at sbcathleticboosters at gmail.com. Let's go Eagles! At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. Well, play already underway here. Southern Boone recovers another onside kick as they've been practicing this all season long and finally the dividends are paying out as they recover that one. So they'll have another chance to take it into the end zone. Looks like about the same starting point at the 49-yard line. I think they're talking about whether or not it might have touched somebody or if somebody on the Eagles was offsides on the kickoff, though, unfortunately, as a flag. Yeah, I thought that was the case. looked like we were a little bit eager crossing the line of scrimmage, or they could have touched it. It was pretty close, but fabulous bounce again by Salter. On the second time it hit the, hit the ground, it went pop straight up in the air really high, giving our, us a chance to recover it. I thought if we just didn't talk about it, maybe they wouldn't think about it, but unfortunately <laughs> it doesn't work like that. Well, they did a good job. The referees did a good job of talking about it. Um, like I said, they could have called one of two different things that I saw. So Blair Oaks will get the football back. You hear the crowd grumbling about that. Yeah, it was the right call, though. But so exciting, though. That, like I said, the ball popped perfectly up in the air and gave our guy a clean chance to go under and catch it. So when it's all said and done, ball will be spotted. 34-yard line of Southern Boone. That's not where you want to set up shop for Mr. Hare, who has pretty much every record imaginable, or so it seems, not just for Blair Oaks, but also for... Yeah, Coach Ross is wanting an explanation of the spot of the ball right now, and I'm kind of wondering, too... that's a personal foul type penalty. That well, he seems a the official odd. motion that it was look. I caught it out of the corner of my eye. It looked like he said holding, but we thought it was in legal mm-hmm. touching. Either way, the defense will be called on here to get their first stop of the game. As ball will be on the 34-yard line as 
Dylan Hare, the 6'2", 178-pound senior, will lead his troops in a battle here. Of an empty backfield. He'll drop back, looking far side, throws it up. Pass off the hands. No good. Well, they motioned the running back, the fresh running back, um, out of the set. So empty backfield. And a quick pass to the flat on the right-hand side. And their guy dropped it. Tended for Nick Closer. So, again, they'll have two receivers down low, one up top. Everybody will stop, look over at the sidelines. That'll bring up a second and ten for Blair Oaks. One back in the backfield. As Hare will be in shotgun going right to left. As you listen to our broadcaster, watch it on the Athletics YouTube page. As Hare will keep it himself, spins out of one tackle, out of two, before he'll be thrown down, still on his feet. Now he'll be thrown down, delayed. Tackle there. It'll bring up a third, and we'll say about five. Since Hare is such an excellent runner, he's probably a better runner than passer, and he's a really good passer. Almost every single run play they have, he has the option to run it himself. Um, and that's a, that last play was one you don't see. I haven't seen it all this year. Basically, faked the, the, the pitch sweep, and he kept it himself, and the Eagles did a pretty good job of clogging that up. So I'll two, put two receivers up top, one down low. So I'll have a wing here on the near side as well. Hare will be in shotgun. Now they'll send Hall in motion as they will give it to their back. He makes one man miss. This is Lackman. He's still on his feet. He'll take two or three Eagles to throw him down as he will get the first down as he's across the chains. Yeah, this is a re-dive, and that time Hare gave it to the running back who – doesn't have extraordinary speed or extraordinary size, but as you saw there, he does run really well, keeps his feet. He has really good feet, kept his feet moving, and got the first down. That is 6'1", 180-pound freshman Hayden Lackman picks up the new set of downs. As clock under nine to go here in this opening quarter. Ball at the 22-yard line. Harold drop back, looking far side, has a receiver wide open. He'll make the grab, make a man miss as he squirts out inside the 10-yard line. That was Alec uh, Weberg on the catch. Yeah, that's a quick pass that time out to the flat to the right. Um, good job by their offensive line. Like we said earlier, their offensive line is really good. They start four seniors and one junior. Their center is probably um, the, their best player, most well done. Um, he's the previous postseason accolades, and uh, he's going to be a, a good matchup between him, him and Noah Rice tonight. Well, Hare will keep it himself, take it into the end zone as he will have a 10-yard touchdown. Speaking of, good center. He basically quarterback keeper straight up the middle. He ran behind his center who I don't know if he was touched or not. So it was a good, great job blocking by their offensive line. Like I said, this will be our the best offensive line that we'll play against this year. There was a hole big enough that I think either one of us could have possibly ran through as they will come on to try. The PAT snap is down, kick is up, and we have a penalty. So. Yeah, it came from the secondary. I'm guessing maybe one of our guys tried to jump up maybe, or that's an odd call, personal foul against us, yeah. Usually don't see a penalty right. th- thrown by a referee in the back of the end zone on an extra point. So PAT was... Good. That makes it a 7-6 lead. We'll take a quick break and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. 
Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. Yeah, Southern Boot Trails, the first time in the game they had a lead for a while as now they'll back them up here for this kickoff due to that penalty as they'll be kicking off Blair Oaks Wolf from the 45-yard line of Southern Boone. It'll be an onside kick that oh. is going to be that going to be recovered by Blair Oaks. Or they go out of bounds. So Blair Oaks says they have it. Referee says Southern Boone has it. Yeah. The White Hat. Certainly, Eagles got to do a better job of making sure they know what's going on. The return up front guys started to turn around to go block instead of making sure the ball got past them. And that was lucky because it easily could have been recovered by Blair Oaks. Yeah, you never want to turn your back on that, so Southern Boone will have the football as they will start with it on the 20, that's a 26-yard line. So they've got to go 74 yards here to regain the lead. Evans will be in shotgun, twin receivers either side, dropping back, has pressure. He's got to get rid of it, rolling here to the near side. He'll flip it off, and that will be out of bounds. Yeah, good job that time again. Too much pass pressure coming up the middle. So Austin had to roll out to the right, and he kept it right to the last minute and did a good job. He didn't force it. He threw it only to our guy, and it was just too much pressure for our guys to catch it. They've got a senior and two juniors there in the linebacker core that know how to play football. It'll bring up a second and ten. Again, they'll split out five wide receivers this time, bringing pressures. Blair Oaks, they'll get the pass off. Nobody home. As Evans is taken down, got the pass off before he is just leveled by a linebacker coming untouched. Yeah, their middle linebacker is fast. He gets through there so quickly. He's getting through untouched. Our offensive line's got to do a better job of recognizing when it's coming up. And they're really sending it to our left side. And that's where we have some substitutions. Our Dylan Dylan Isles for us is out for the rest of the season. And they're blitzing right where he normally lines up. They know exactly where to bring that pressure to get through. So, again, spread here is five wide receivers. They're going to bring pressure again as rolling back is Evans. He's got six guys in his face and just threw it, almost intercepted. I think the uh, defensive back, that is Doug Blaha, was out of bounds anyways, doesn't make the grab. But there were six white and green jerseys in his face. Well, that time we did pick up the linebacker a little bit, but still. Three or four of them got through there. Almost a bad decision. Almost a tremendous catch by the linebacker, number 23. So go routes here again. Five wide receivers. Blair Oaks will show that they're going to bring pressure. Now they'll back up. Now they'll bring the middle linebacker back up again. As Evans in shotgun here, he is going to step back and I think do a pooch kick, and he will do so. High kick going to be at the 50 and bounce back, and it'll be down 
by Morris. About the 47-48 yard line. Yeah, no, no time for Evans to make any passes. There is all over us, and most times they're only sending five people. So we got get to get a bit better job of getting our assignments done, but unfortunately it's awful hard to do when most of them are still playing down defense. So Blair Oaks will take over at the 48-yard line of Southern Boone. They'll split out two receivers on either side of their play here in shotgun. Has Lackman standing behind him. As they lead by a score of 7-6, to 8.02 left to go here in this opening quarter. Now Lackman will move in the left hip pocket of here. They'll send a receiver in motion as they'll give it on the jet sweep the end around. As coming over, this is Pringer, and he is a slow-moving train, but it's effective. It picks up 10 yards, 11 yards actually move the chains. Yeah, just your basic jet sweep. Bring your inside slot receiver from the right to the left. Simple handoff. Get the end blocked that time. Well, actually outside the end that time. And then good blocking by by number 18 um, on the outside as well, too. So nice-looking play. Zach Bringer there, the ball carrier. They'll hand it to uh, actually Harold Keep it, fakes the handoff. He's spun around, makes the one-man miss, breaks it outside, 15 yards. He's got nearly 20. Stiff arm there at the end of the run to put the exclamation point in that 20-yard run. And like I said, pretty much every play he has the ability, he has to go to either keep it for himself, and that time he decided to, so fake the dive, broke it outside, and when he gets in the open field, he does have some really good joystick-type skills. The ball on the 16-yard line of Southern Boone as another first down for Blair Oaks as they'll pitch it off to their back in the backfield. As that's Lackman, he will get near the 10-yard line, so he picks up about six yards. Yeah, toss sweep that time to the left, and they did a good job of blocking the initial containment on, on, on the Eagles' defense on the right-hand side. Uh, Aiden Young did a great job of going down the line of scrimmage and getting the tackle for only a five-, six-yard gain. So this will bring up a second, and we'll say a long four or short five. Ball on the 10-yard line, so Blair Oaks could get a first down without getting in the end zone. Here will be in shotgun. He'll get the snap. He'll keep it himself, has some pressure, spin move, spin move. He'll be down at the five. Pretty much so far, we've seen a heavy dose of spin moves from him, and nobody seems to be able to get a hand on him when he does that. Yeah, that time Noah Rice did a really good job of getting penetration in the backfield, but unfortunately, Mr. Hare spun out that and broke. he broke at least two tackles on that to, to get the first down. So he's just a strong, hard runner, and he's got good feet, he's got good skills, just an all-around great player. So first and goal at the five-yard line. Blair Oaks again knocking on the door as they'll give it to Lackman. He cuts inside, now takes it outside, walks in from five yards out. Yeah, they make it look so easy. So it was more of an inside dive between guard tackle, uh, but uh, – our in came up field, and they just blocked him out, and he ran right inside of him and untouched to the end zone. Good right. blocking by their offensive line. Yeah, they had a big hole there, and he was able just to squirt through, untouched to the end zone from five yards out. As they will try the PAT snap, is down. that is a long kick there, and it is good for the PAT, no question about that. That almost looked like money ended up down at the softball field. As that, we'll put Blair Oaks ahead by a score of 7-6. to six. We'll take a quick break and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Moon County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. 
In today's world, injury prevention is at the top of everyone's list. However, heat-related occurrences get routinely overlooked. Zealous WBGT puts that front and center. By using cutting-edge formulas and technology, Zealous WBGT streamlines and simplifies obtaining and documenting wet bulb globe temperature readings. With a simple touch of a button, you can check WBGT anywhere in the world. Receiving alerts when the WBGT goes over the threshold you select. Join the stress-free way to protect student-athletes, employees, and overall operations from extreme heat by downloading the free Zealous WBGT app today. Save time, save money, save lives with Zealous WBGT. Blair Oaks takes the 14-6 lead as Morris and Bishop deep back to receive the kick. It'll be another little squib kick as it'll be taken by Dapkiss. At about the 25-yard line, he had a hole but could not find a way through it. But good return there nonetheless. But we got a flag on a play, and usually on the return team, it's usually going to be a holding or a block in the back. So double play pushes back. But, yeah, kind of a squirrely knuckleball, line dry type of a kick. And they're trying to get the ball in between our first and second line to cause some indecision. But I would, would love for them to kick it to Dapkis every single time because we know that he has the ability to take it to the to the end zone yeah he did a nice job judging by the previous drive two for southern boone he waited no time before he got on that ball and took it upfield which is exactly what they've got to do is it'll be first and 10 ball at the 22 yard line for southern boone as Evans will be in shotgun, two wide receivers either way, dropping back, looking far side. Now he's going to have to roll here to the near side, has a defender in his face. He will throw it up and out of bounds. It'll be an incomplete pass. Yeah, that time the offensive line did a really good job of picking up the four, but unfortunately he just can't ha- hold a pocket for too long. Great coverage by the secondary linebackers for the Blair Oaks. So he decided to roll out to the right, and he threw it away almost to the cheerleaders. You know what, but he's uh, he's learning, he's progressing. That's exactly what... He needs to do so. He's a student of the game very much. Yeah, he's made excellent choices on those type of plays all year. Well, there's a hard count that's going to get Blair Oaks off sides. That's one way to stop that defense, that rush, is give them a hard count, draw them off sides. I'm going to bring up a second and five. Varner, Bryson Varner jumped off. Also looked like Jackson Marshall. Two defensive ends, both guilty parties there. So that'll bring up a second and five now for Southern Boone. As they'll load up, quad receivers up top, one down low. As dropping back is Evans. He's got pressure. He's got to roll here to the near side, looking downfield. He's going to throw it, tipped up, and out of bounds. Again, just like we saw last week through the hands of Bassnet and almost picked off by Bowles. Yeah, Blair Oaks only sent four that time. So the offense line did it a decent job of picking them up, but still uh, broken down late in, the, late in the play and forcing Evans to roll out. And I don't know if we had the right pass routes there. We had two guys that are pretty close. So balling up, laying right in between two of them. But, again, good decision by Evans to make sure he's not throwing it to the other team. He's not forcing anything. He's making good decisions. It worked last week on three different occasions, but so far 0 for 1 on the tip pass. It'll bring up a third and five clock stopped. 
at six minutes. Again, same formation, four up top, one down low, empty backfield. Evans rolls to the far side. Now he's going to have to come here to the near side. He's got pressure, quickly closing on him. He's just going to throw it up and throw it out away. And we'll see. I don't think anybody was in the neighborhood there. No, he definitely was trying to throw that away, so good job there. That was a called rollout to the left. They had uh, three or so receivers, four receivers to the left side, the wide side of the field. Well covered again. Pass pressure caused them to do a 180 and uh, go the other way. And, again, this Blair Oaks defense is fast. He had no chance. They closed down on him quickly. He made a good decision throwing the ball out of bounds. They're fast, and they're like the Energizer Bunny that they just keep on trucking. They'll have empty backfield again. Three here on the near side, two on the far side. Looks like thought maybe they were going to punt it. Still not sure they're not going to as Evans will step back a couple steps. He's looking to go for a quick pass off to Morris. Oh. Off his hands too tall. It'll be a turnover on downs here. Trying to catch them napping. but Yeah, great great play call. Just the ball was just a little too high. And a receiver just had to jump too high in order to get his hands on it. So nice play call. I like the confidence by Coach Ross on that play but uh, just did not get it 100% executed. So Blair Oaks will take over. On the 27-yard line, they'll have 549 on the clock here in the first quarter to work with. They lead by a score of 14-6. They'll send one in motion. Hare drops back. Quick pass off to Hall. He dropped it. That could be a live ball, they say, incomplete. So pass was a forward pass incomplete. Yeah, Adam Hall is usually pretty sure-handed. his dad, of course, used to coach here years ago, back when the program was beginning. But, yeah, like you said, they had him in motion, quick pass to him in the flats, and uh, got to catch that ball. Like, though, Jennings was there to cover it up just in case. That's a good heads-up play on his part. So to bring up a second and 10. Again, ball at the 27-yard line. Clock stopped, 544. So I have twin receivers on either side of the play here in shotgun. Has Lackman standing behind him. Now he'll put him in his left hip pocket. They'll send Hall in motion. They'll fake the handoff looking far side. Throws across the middle. Pass completed to the receiver. He dropped the football. And Southern Boone looks like they might have jumped on it. They do. They got it inside the five-yard line. Well, well, fake to the jet sweep. Quick pass on a slant to the outside from right to left. And he did a good job of running through the first tackle. But uh, was trying to. Do a little too much and did not do a good job keeping Sands of the ball and good job by the Eagles to force that fumble there inside the five-yard line. So ball will be coughed up, given back to Southern Boone as they will take over on the five-yard line. So they've got to go the length of the field here with their backs backed up against the goal line. Evans will have... Two receivers on either side of the play. They'll send one in motion. He'll get the snap rolling here to the near side. He'll pitch it off as uh, ball carrier just got his feet out of the end zone, loses four yards. Yeah, that's an option play where you where the pitch man is the slot that's in motion, going from the left to the right, and nothing there. Again, this Blair Oaks defense is so quick, so fast, so assignment-driven. They know what they're supposed to do. And they were all over that play. That pitch man there was Morris. He's a little slow to get up as they'll load up three receivers, far side one here on the near side. And looks like they got him to jump again. Yeah, good job mentally to make sure that we're changing the snap count up because uh, they're already pretty quick as it it can be. And if we don't change the snap count, they become even faster. 
and that time was both the outside ends uh, jumped and uh, we'll take that five yards definitely needed yeah well, ball was on the, the ball was on the one now it's moved forward it's not they gave him a better spot than the one actually so twins on either side as they'll give it off to Bowles, oh. and he goes straight up the middle into a brick wall. He will be down at the five-yard line. Yeah, just massive penetration by number 78. Mr. Bennett from them, he's all 6'1", 210. So not huge size, but he's quick like almost all these Blair Oaks players have been for years. They're quick. They have good feet, good technique, good fundamentals, and all over that play. So this will bring up. A third and 11 now. Clock under four and a half to go as Evans will be about a half yard deep in his end zone. Empty backfield. Five wide receivers. They'll send Bowles in motion. It look like they're going to run the option. They get the pitch off to him. He's trying to work the corner. He'll be taken down quickly at the 10. Again, shows that closing speed of the defense. Yeah, it's the same option play. We ran to the right this time. We ran to the left of the wide side of the field. Was that Dapkus the pitch on the pitch that time? Or you think uh, it was Bowles? I think that was anyway. Bowles. Executed really well. He kept it right to the last second. Pitched it right when he needed to. And uh, pretty good gain, all said and done. Jerseys, again, are the very hard-to-read dark jerseys. So that'll bring up a fourth and we'll say five here. Again, what do we have? One more year left of these jerseys that we got to get through? Hopefully just a year as there's going to be a little pooch kick. On fourth down, it's going to take a Southern Boone bounce as it'll bounce at the 40. It'll go across midfield, set up the uh, Falcons on the 48-yard line, their own 48-yard line. This is the point of the game, or the first of two points, especially where since they play so many players, the majority of this offense have been resting for the last few minutes on the sidelines. The offensive line, you saw them over there in front of a TV. Uh, watching plays and talking things over their coach. So they're rested, and this is where Eagles got to make sure they stick to their fundamentals. So they'll send a man in motion. They will fake the handoff. Hare takes it up the middle. He's off to the races, cuts outside, making man miss. He's at the 20, the 15, 10. He'll be shoved out inside the five, picks up good yardage there, almost took it to the house. Yeah, Adam Hall was in motion from his slot from the right to the left. They faked it in, and Dylan did. Here, just took off straight up the middle. Great blocking by his very, very good interior offensive line there. So that'll bring up a first and goal at the three-yard line. As, again, Blair Oaks leading by a 14-6 margin already. They're looking to punch it in one more time here. We still got three, 13 left on the clock here in this opening quarter. As Hare will step back in shotgun, have Lackman to his left. They'll send... Hall in motion. Hare will keep it himself. Spin move. He'll be taken down. Maybe a short gain, maybe no gain on the play. Yeah, same play as last time, but that time, Eagles were better prepared, knew what to do to get off their blocks, and good job by the defensive line. It's like Mr. Young got in there to make that play. This will bring up a second and goal ball. Spotted again at the three-yard line as they'll bring everybody up. Wishbone. Yeah, everybody up. All in tight as up under center is Hare. He will keep it himself, Ugh. walks back in. Everybody crashed down on the far side. He takes it from three yards out. Kind of looked like it might have been a bad snap yeah. or something. It didn't look like what they had planned on. And uh, it looks like they were trying to get something to the right side. Again, double tight end, wishbone. Old Oklahoma Sooners football we used to see, for those of you who are old enough to remember that back in the 80s and stuff. But uh, 
well, well, well executed big hole. Well, the kick is down, kick is up, and it is good. And that makes the lead 21-6 to in favor of Blair Oaks. We'll take a quick break and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Moon County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. We need you. We need you. We need you. We need you. Now more than ever. The Southern Boone School District is hiring part-time bus drivers for round athletics and activities with no experience necessary. Our drivers enjoy flexible work hours, paid on-site CDL training, and paid time off, all while helping our community. The position offers competitive pay. Go visit sbschools.us slash employment. We need you! Well, Blair Oaks lengthens their lead. They lead 21-6. to As they will kick that one a little deeper, although it's going to take a bounce and go into the end zone. That looked like that hit a little missile there and just shot it right into the end zone. Well, we finally had a traditional kick the ball deep for once instead of trying to outsmart and outbounce the, uh, the other team, so... Yeah, went right through his legs, was a low line drive, pretty deep, and uh, just could not get his hands on the ball. So Southern Boone trails 21-6 to here. As they will spot the ball on the 20-yard line. Evans will be in shotgun. 2.34 left to go. He'll get the shotgun snap, has pressure. He's going to throw it up and out of bounds on the far side. Good decision there on his part. Yeah, just rushed four men. They're getting plenty of pressure with just four. And that time, the nose, uh, number 78, just got through there. So got to do a better job at center and, and the uh, guards there to get him blocked better. And I think a pretty fortunate no flag there at the time because he was just running straight back and threw it out of bounds. So. Yeah, I was kind of thinking that as well. Not sure exactly how close the receiver was there, but apparently it was within a step of where, step or two where maybe you might get the flag. And 21-6 to scored in favor of Blair Oaks. Evans will get the shotgun snap. Quick look far side. He will throw it. And I believe that is caught by Morris. He will have the first down as that jersey started a small jersey. It's going to be a medium by the end of the night. Yeah. Good play call by the by the coach Ross that time. Since they're not having much time to really set and throw, he just had a nice five and out. And we've had good luck this year throwing those quick outs to our wide receivers who do have some joystick ability to miss a, a tackle or two. So ball be spotted on the 33-yard line. This will be a new set of downs. Evan drops back. He's rolling still back. Now he's got a wall coming at him, and he's going to throw that up and overshot the mark. Was looking for Dapkis again, was just getting rid of it. Yeah, well covered that time. Uh, looked like the primary receiver. They ran two cr- the two crossing routes through, across the middle. The linebackers did a great job of keeping that covered. Eventually the pass rush got to him. And, again, another good decision by Evans to take what they gave us. If they didn't give us much, they threw the ball out of bounds. So it'll bring up a second and ten again. They'll bunch everybody up. All at the line of scrimmage, everybody within arm's length, except for Evans and Bowles in the backfield, as they'll do a quick pass oh. off off the hands of Bowles. Incomplete. Yeah, second time he ran that double bunch on the, everyone in tight, 
And uh, the key is that they're trying to get the ball to the flat, to the wide receiver. Just a little outstretch his hands. We haven't run that play too much this year. I don't think we've run the formation at all before tonight, and I think that was just a little bit of lack of practice time possibly. So to bring up a third and ten now, Evans will be in shotgun. Of a new back standing to his right. As he rolls here to the near side, has pressure. He's throwing it up, was looking for his receiver in McKee. McKee and just overshot him there. Yeah, didn't have a lot of time to make the pass. A lot of pass rush from the left-hand side of our formation. So he's rolling out to his right. And as we said many times all year, left-hand quarterback rolling to the right. It's awful hard to get their feet set and shoulders turn and he did a good job again, just throwing the ball up where maybe our guy could have get could have got to it. So to bring up fourth and ten again, bunch formation, everybody in tight, three receivers up top, two stacked up, one behind the other here, more or less one behind the other, as dropping back, and we're gonna have flags, and it'll be a false start. So we'll back up here. Does they Southern have, Boone? They could have delay a game if they wanted to as well. So, all right. Big key here to get some, get a good kick out of this. Good field position. Don't want this game get out of hand. So that'll bring up fourth and 15. As they'll split out three receivers here on the bottom side of the play. Have one up top. As Evans will be in shotgun. He'll get the snap. Do another little pooch kick. High kick. It'll bounce at the 46-yard line. Take a couple more bounces and be downed just on the other side of the 45 at about the 44-yard line. So that's where Blair Oaks will set up shop as they will exchange sides of the field. Sorry, possessions here. Go on the other side of the 50 is what I'm trying to say. This has been a long first quarter. I was just thinking that. It has been 40-some minutes already. A long first first quarter, rather, of action. Blair Oaks will have the football. On their own 44-yard line. Hare will be in shotgun. He'll have two receivers near side, one far side. He'll pitch it off to Lackman, who gets the corner. He's upended at the 50. Good open field tackle there by Salter. However, Salter's a little bit slow to get up. Just a quick pitch to the to the tailback that time, and they're using our aggressiveness against us that time. Our end came up really quickly, and he got outside him, and good hard run. And uh, good tackle to the end to keep it from a a uh, bigger play. Yeah, I think Salter might have taken a knee there to the helmet on that tackle, but it'll bring up a second and five here as dropping back. Looking downfield, has oh, a wide open good. hole. He's got it. He will waltz into the end zone. Five, ten, or five touchdown as he takes it to the house. Yeah, fake the jet sweep, and he stepped back. We haven't seen that play yet, and... That's why he was wide open. Linebacker secondary did not see it either and sucked up, and there was no one within 10 yards of him. Good job by Adam Hall to make sure he caught the pass. Those are the kind that sometimes you drop because it seems (laughs) like it takes forever to get there. So When you're wide open like that, sometimes that's the worst place you can throw to the receiver is hit him in the hands. Just great progression of plays by their offense. Uh, The kick is down. Kick is good. And the extra point... Extends the lead as it's now a 28-6 ball game. We'll take a quick break and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Moon County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. 
running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Cartier can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcartee.avonrepresentative.com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Cartee. Well, Blair Oaks extends their lead at 28 to 6 here. They punch it in from 50 yards out. It looks like we maybe will get to see the first, uh, second deep kick, I should say. Nope, it'll be a little squib kick. One of the up men falls on it at the 30-yard line. Based on the circumstances, I'm okay with that. <laughs> Going back to the previous play, that's a great example. You see they ran the same play with the, the jet sweep motion. They hand it off occasionally. Dylan Hare keeps the runs up the middle. All those times they've, they've had good luck. Then all of a sudden you make it a play action. And, of course, the linebackers are sucked up, the defensive backs are sucked up, and it's a wide-open player. So this is a true beauty of what is the game of football and the strategy that goes into it. Yep. And something that as you get old like us and can't play anymore, <laughs> it's nice to see that kind of strategy develop in a game. So twin receivers either way, ball on the 30-yard line as they'll pitch it off to the ball carrier here on the near side as I believe that's uh, Dampkis. Yeah, that? option that time, and uh, he held on to the ball, but unfortunately the the guy that had quarterback responsibilities is so fast he was able to shed that and force the pitch man. And you're supposed to have one what player for each. <laughs> Just a phenomenal player by number nine there. Let's see. That is, is that? Uh, Bryson Varner. Bryson Varner, only a sophomore. We'll get to watch him and him progress for two more years. Yeah, trying to get the corner was Dabkis, just couldn't get there to cut it up. But still great effort on his part. Second and eight now. Trips up top. Looking that way is Evans. He'll complete the pass as that is to Morris, making man miss across the 35. He'll pick up a couple of yards. It'll bring up a third down. Yeah, but our only success right now in the passing game, really anything offense-wise, is those quick passes because they get so much pressure. They, only play, they had a three-man line. Number nine was back. Mr. Varner's back as a linebacker. He blitzed at the end, and still they got good pressure on there. Quick pass to Morris, who did a lot of work there and still only gained seven yards, and he worked his butt off on that play. Made a lot of people miss. A lot so, of step, juke left, juke right. It'll bring up a third and short here. Looked like they were going to let the timeline down. However, they are going to snap. A play here is Evans. Quick pass off to Morris here on the near side. He's got some blockers in front of him. However, Blair Oaks busts through and throws him down for a couple-yard loss. Yeah, it had to be a really quick pass because that linebacker just shot through there. He had things timed perfectly. He saw how much play time was left on the play clock, and he just busted up there, so the pass had to be fast. And, again, just absolutely well covered by their secondary breaking tackles. So that takes us to the end of the four, first quarter. After one quarter of play, it is 28-6 in favor of Blair Oaks. We'll take a quick break and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone football here on the Show Me Sports Network. 
At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions well brings up fourth down and four here for southern boone as they will have an empty backfield another pooch kick from evans again a high kick that one's going to take A Southern Boone bounce at the 30. It'll be down outside the 25-yard line. Seems like he's getting better at those. Just doing quick little kicks. That was a good one there. Got good good height, good distance, and got the good roll afterwards. So uh, they were, as the great play call, they were sending five. And, you know, when they send five, they almost always get lots of pressure on us. So that will set up Blair Oaks with the football again. They will have it at the 26-yard line. Hare will be in shotgun as he will bobble the snap, but got it just fine. Hits his receiver for about a 10-yard gain there as that caught by Alec Weberg right at the yard marker. Great coverage by our secondary. Well covered. Got there right when the ball got there, and even still, he holds on to it. So quick pass by Hare that time, and... They're able to do whatever play they want to play right now. So that'll bring up a new set of downs for him as he needed 10. He got 11 on the play. And so he'll have trip receivers up top, one down low. Again, working left to right on the broadcast as you listen here on the Show Me Sports Network. Quick pass off. Again, his receiver has 10 yards, 15, 20. He's off to the races down the sidelines, has some blockers. As this is Pringer, he will take it into the end zone as he scores. Yeah, just a quick pass, uh, just a flag or curl play onto the left sideline, and he caught it, made the first person miss, picked up a couple really good blocks from his uh, fellow wide receivers, and just outran the safety to the pylon. So that's a 63-yard touchdown pass from Hare to Pringer. They will come on to try the PAT. They lengthen their lead. It's now 34-6. Kick is up. Kick is good. It's 35-6. Clock stopped. 11-15 left before halftime. We'll take a quick break and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on custom laser engraving llc a veteran owned business well blair oaks lengthens their lead they now lead by a score of 35 to 6 here 
Tilly there having, <laughs> she said they can pretty much call whatever they want to. As having the ball teed up here and a whistle. Hey, they're offside. I know. They, we found something they didn't do well. They're so offside. a couple things they have done wrong tonight. That is their fourth penalty. Four penalties on Southern Boone, so even in that department. So we'll back them up here. So they'll have to re-kick here. As Morris, deep back to receive, also back there is Bishop. So they will tee it up again. That one's going to be a low-line drive. It'll be taken on the far side of the return. That is by Bishop, and he is lit up. At the 30-yard line. I don't think he made the right decision where to cut that ball. He had nowhere to go. They they had two guys streaking right down the middle. Uh, they're starting linebackers, I believe, and they just covered it perfectly. They had, you know, it was the perfect kick for him to pick pick up and uh, run back, but unfortunately, well covered. we got to do a better job getting those guys blocked. So they do spot it at the 31-yard line of Southern Boone as – They'll have an empty backfield here. Four receivers up top, one down low. Southern Boone going right to left on your Show Me Sports Network Media Center app, however you're tuned in. We're glad you're tuned in to our broadcast here this evening. As Evans in shotgun, he'll quickly look far side, pass it off to his receiver. Nice uh, move there to get upfield. I believe that's Morris with it. He'll squirt through to pick up about four or five yards. Yeah, quick pass out to the flat uh, at the right of the line scrimmage here. Idea is you're leaving one guy unblocked, and you hope that he can make that person miss, which he, he usually does. But, again, just really well covered by the Blair Oaks defense that time. So ball spotted on the 35-and-a-half-yard line. Bring up a second, and we'll say seven, six-and-a-half, seven, however you want to look at it. As they'll break the huddle here, have one receiver up top, three down low. Now they'll split off four down low. Let's everybody spread out. And dropping back, they're trying a little swing pass, and that's off the hands of Bowles as he tried to turn and could not put two hands on it. They had the perfect play called that time. They were sending some outside pass rush. So we, we had the right play call, just uh, just a little bit out, outside his stretched hands due to the, the pressure from the unblocked outside linebacker who came in. So to bring up a third and six as... Ball again spotted just across the 35-yard line. Clock stopped at that incomplete at 10:26, 35-6 Blair Oaks lead. In quad receivers down low, one up top, empty backfield. As Summer salting through there is one of the Eagles players. Ball's up for grabs. McKee has it poked out of his hands. Defended there on the play by Nick Closer. Had some nice plays on that time. One by. The Eagles, they picked up the blitzing linebacker number 15, took him straight to the ground. That gave him, gave Evans plenty Closer. of time to, to pass the pass it, threw it up, and a great job by the Blokes defender number 80 to uh, just cause enough, be enough of annoyance to make that pass incomplete. So I've been corrected as Closer. I had a typo in my sheet here, so that's on me. So Closer breaking up that pass. It'll bring up a fourth down. Well, It'll make it interesting now as yeah. 
Jumping off sides here. For the third time tonight. Yeah, Mr. Varner, the sophomore. Third time tonight he has been offside, so it will be a yard or less to go. What do you do here? I would love to see quarterback under center and tell your lineman, man up. <laughs> Push give, him to the end give zone. Me a, give, me, give me a yard. So we'll see if that's going to be the decision or not. I agree. I would like to see them go for it here with fourth and one. Well, they're definitely going to go for it. Whether or not they line up under center, I don't know. They've done that early in, in this season, but only once. They're going to run the same formation here. They are going to go for it. Quick pass off to Morris oh. over his head, though, and incomplete. Well, that's why we don't bet because we were both wrong. We were yeah. right. They're going to go for it. but Well, again. But the only thing we have been able to do is the quick passes out in the flat. That's what we were trying to do that time. Quick pass, but unfortunately uh, incomplete. So ball spotted on the 40-yard line. That is the Southern Boone 40-yard line. As a turnover on downs, we'll give the ball back to Mr. Hare and company. I think he's, uh, I call him Mr. Class 2, as he is you know, that's one thing about the schedule. We've seen, I would say, the two best players, arguably number one here with Dylan Hare and number two being Truce at Boonville. As they'll give it on the end around to Hall, he's working the far side, hurdles a man, he's off to the races, as he is going to be in there for another touchdown, takes it 40 yards out. Yeah, that plays as much of Eagles and the fatigue. The, our guys are playing an awful lot. There's been an awful lot of snaps, and, Almost every one of their players is able to get half the game off to, to rest. And uh, just a simple little pitch or jet sweep to Adam Hall going right to left across the formation. And he got around the corner, broke a tackle, and just a well-run play. So this will be a PAT attempt. Again, snap is down, kick is up, kick is good. As it goes as a 40-yard touchdown run. By Hall, PAT is good. That takes the score to 42-6 to with 10.02 left to go here in this second quarter. We'll take a quick break and we'll be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. At Southern Boone School District, our educators do more than just teach. Lives are being shaped for the future before they even enter a classroom. For students to succeed, it takes an entire district-wide team. Our students need you. Join Southern Boone School District's team today. Now offering competitive salaries and benefits for all positions. Visit ashland.k12.mo.us and click on the Employment tab. Now Blair Oaks lengthening their lead. They now lead by a score. Uh, 42 to nothing, or 42 to six, rather, with 10:06 left to go here in this first half. During that break and play, Coach Ross got the whole team onto the field and kind of all circled them up and trying to get them all rounded up and trying to get them all in their spirits. Um, usually, don't see that very often, so hopefully, that has some good. Effort. So I'd like how Coach Ross is trying to do what he can to keep his players in the game. They will have a high end over end kick. This is going to take a bounce at the 15. As taking it is Bishop at his own 10. He's working here to the near side. He will be spun around and ushered out at the 25-yard line. Sorry, Dapkiss there. Yeah, the ball. Eyes are getting worse, I think, here. Yeah, well, yeah, the, uh, we'll give you, we'll give you, 
Give you a reason why, okay? Excuse. Yeah, that ball bounced perfectly into his hands. He waited for his other back return guy to get some block, and he did a good job of breaking the containment. But, again, Blair Oaks was just so quick to the ball that they were able to force that out of bounds. You know, thank goodness we have such a great press box up here and guys that help help us out because I'll tell you at this point, I can't tell the numbers from the next one. So Southern Boone will start at their own 26-yard line as they'll try oh. the option pass. It's on the ground, and we'll see who's going to come up with it. That was a late pitch there. Eagles do recover it, though, so they dodge a bullet there. Yeah, that, that time Evans, is he's not used to keeping the ball on the option. He usually pitches it. That time there was no quarterback responsibility showed up, so he wasn't sure what to do. And like I said, almost every time all year he's made the pitch and rightfully so. So the little uncharted territory and the pitch was a little bit late, and we were very fortunate to be able to get the ball back. I don't think the pitch man was expecting to get that as late as the play had gone. As Evans drops back, quick pass off over the hands of the intended receiver, incomplete pass. So that will bring up a third down. Yeah, they went to an empty formation by sending the running back in motion that time. Left side of the offensive line did a great job of picking up number 15 that time. Stone cold him right at the line of scrimmage. So excellent job by our offensive line on that play. And uh, just threw the ball a little bit high to that's, our running back. That's the unfortunate thing here is that that clock, internal clock for Evans, is being sped up a little bit here due to the pressure that Blair Oaks has had. It's just a natural reaction that happens, unfortunately. So they'll have twin receivers on either side. Third and long here as Evans in shotgun standing at his own 15-yard line. Dropping back, has a receiver open for a moment. Couldn't make the pass. Looking on the far side, he just threw an interception as it will be caught and taken the other way by Weberg as he will be taken down. Yeah, just excellent coverage by the secretary that time. Um, decently well blocked for the first couple seconds. And a little bit of pressure that caused Evans to, to move. And and uh, most of the season, he's made good decisions that time. He might have forced it again left to right, left-handed wide receiver. He didn't get a chance to get his feet set or show the square. And underthrew. He did have his guy open, but just underthrew it, but unable to get his feet set and shoulder square. So ball be on the 23-yard line here looking for another touchdown. He will connect into the end zone. That is good. As that pass goes into the hands of Joey Wild. Just a real simple pitch and catch that time. Just uh, threw the perfect pass. Receiver did a great job of getting used in his hands. Brought it in right at the, left, at the right moment. Just a textbook, fundamentally well-run play by everyone involved there on the Blair Oaks Falcons team. So they will come on to try the PAT. His kick is up. And again, kick is good. Their kicker is going to have to think ice his leg tomorrow as deep as he's kicking these balls. He's having to work, but he should be very well experienced in running, kicking all this. So we are, uh, are going to take a quick break and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boo County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. 
creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. Well, there's a uh, kick that's going to trickle down to the 10-yard line. That's where Southern Boone will return it from. As a lot of work there, but not a lot of gain upfield. Just a perfect deep kick that time. You got it within five yards of the sideline, and it just kind of sat there like your pitching wedge would do. And uh, just perfectly kicked, well covered. And uh, special teams is going very, very well for the Falcons tonight as well. So it'll be first and 10 at the 15-yard line for Southern Boone. So they will be going right to left. Here as you listen, they'll have everybody bunched up on the far side, one back in the backfield. They try some trickeration here to flip it off here to the near side. Ball carrier bowls over his own man as he'll pick up all that work, just two yards. Yeah, so it's this formation where they get guys bunched in close on each side. So it's kind of like a triangle triad of players on each side. And that time, they act like they were going to run the option to the right, but he handed it off to one of the up guys from the right going left. So a little reverse, a little counter there. Uh, looked pretty good. But again, well covered. Awful lot of work for two yards. So to bring up a second and eight here, twin receivers either side. They'll send one in motion. That's Morris. They'll roll the option to the far side. They'll pitch it out to him, and he's going to lose yardage, be tackled inside the 10. Yes, the option where he brings the a slot receiver in motion. He now becomes the pitch man. And that time there was pressure on the quarterback to make the pitch, which he did. And unfortunately, Falcons were all over it. So that's to bring up a third and very long. They've got to get out to the 25-yard uh, line. As dropping back as Evans has pressure, he is going to hit Morris in the crossing pattern, trying to work the far side. He just needed one man to beat and got hogtied at the 10. Yeah, that looked that time that they are doing a wide receiver screen that time. So uh, they let the get a little bit of rush and throw right behind them and get the ball to Morris. And a uh, nice play call. Unfortunately, only gain of a yard or two. He was just one step away from, I think, picking up that first down. He's able to get that corner and make... The man missed right there. Then he is going to be upfield. That was Holden Brand tackling him. As, again, five wide receivers. Another quick kick off from the quarterback. It's going to be a muff kick, and Blair Oaks will fall on it as they called for a fair catch in that. Well, for the first time, Blair Oaks actually sent somebody back. Yeah. Most of the night, they have not had anybody back and just be more than happy with taking the ball wherever it lands. So that time, they were trying to do the return, and, he muffed the kick, like you said, and again, they got the right bounce. So that one again recovered by Blair Oaks. Has ball on the 46-yard line. Oh, yeah, whistles here. Is I think we got timeout. Yep, timeout by Southern Moon. Yeah. 
They so were, they will. Had some confusion of who was doing what, who was playing where. And it's hard enough when you're playing a lot of substitutions with all the injuries we have, more so when you're trying to sub those subs at the end of the second quarter when our guys are getting gassed, when they are still fresh because they've only played half the game. Yeah, it makes it very difficult. Normally, you know, you just yell out whatever whatever uh, term you have, whether it's first team or have some exotic name for that, and you know which team you're on. But you're right, when you start having subs for subs on the top of subs, it gets a little confusing out there. So they uh, call the timeout here. First timeout we've had comes 6.49 left here in this second quarter. Again, Blair Oaks leading by a score of 49-6, to 6.49 left to go on the clock at halftime. We'll have our halftime scoring summary as well as we will take a look at some of the other area school scores. As last I saw, I believe it was 14 to nothing. California over Hallsville at the end of the first quarter. That was some time ago. Yeah, California's a good-looking 3-5 and five team, in my opinion. So Blair Oaks will take over at their own 46-yard line. They'll give it to Lackman. He starts up the middle, cuts outside, now cuts back inside. He'll pick up uh, about 11 yards, move the chains. Their offensive line, including Adam Hall, just manhandled our defensive front and just pushed them down line scrimmage. Just well, well, well blocked by them. Eagles could have got called for a personal foul there. A little bit frustrated. Frustration showing by our guys, so got to keep her cool. Well, they don't say it's a first down. He actually came up about a yard short, so well now they, now they move it to what would be a first down. So. so it was a first down, not a first down, back to a first down. So ball on the 44-yard line of Southern Boone. As Hare will get the snap, he'll give it off to his back quickly across the middle, cutting here to the outside. This is Lackman with it, has some blockers in front of him. He's going to be ushered out of bounds at the 20-yard line. Yeah, just a fantastic block. And at that time, I was watching their center, and he just manhandled the eagle that he was lined against. Just locked up, pushed him to the left, made a huge hole. So we're seeing a absolute clinic in offensive line blocking right now. And again, this offensive line, they only play offense. They're, they're, they're getting plenty of rust when they're not on the, the Fred Blair Oaks on defense, so they're doing a fine job of getting to the right man. So I have two receivers bunched up top, one down low. As Hare will get the snap, he'll give it off to Lackman again, working the far side. He'll be taken down at the line of scrimmage. Jennings on the tackle. Good job to shoot through there. Yeah, great play there by Young that time. He forced the play to where they didn't want to go to, and that allowed Jennings a chance to come up and make the tackle. So good good physical play by Young there, forcing that play. So that's to bring up a second and ten now. Same formation, just on the far hash where the ball is spotted. As two receivers up top, one down low, Heron shotgun. He'll get the snap, quick pass off to the far side to his receiver. As making a couple men miss, he's across. He's going to be ushered into the end zone. That's... It's a quick pass out to the to the, the flat there. Again, you're, you got one-on-one, and who can make the play? In that time, a def- our defender did not wrap up well, and he got past the first one and then picked up his blockers downfield and to the end zone. So that goes as a 23-yard reception for a touchdown to Klosser. Well, he will come on to try. The PAT kick is up. Looks good, and it is. 
Blair Oaks adding to their lead as they lead now 56-6, 5.45 left to go here before halftime. We're going to take a quick break and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Hello, Blake Gasaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? The ball is going to be kicked high in the air. It'll be taken at about the 20-yard line, working here the near side as Morris has a decent return. He will be upended at the 40-yard line, so good return there. Yeah, nice return that time. Got outside their containment. Good return. Good tackle by Adam Hall for the Falcons. So we play here still. Having a whole lot of time left on the clock here as much as we have played. Clock stopped 539. Left to go here in this first half. Southern Boone has the ball at their own 40-yard line. They trail at this point in the ball game. Three receivers far side, one near side. As Evans will roll, he has some pressure. He's going to overthrow his receiver. That was Dapkis, and I see a late flag come in. I think that was a ball behind the team. I think you're right. Team. But yeah, I thought it was a flag at first, too. So, um, Good play call. Rolled out to the right. Uh, blitzing linebacker. Went too far to the inside. Like you said earlier, I think Evans is just a little bit antsy on these throws. He's used to being pressured every single play. So almost every one of these throws he's making, he's making quicker. And some because he has to, and some because he's just not quite not quite uh, ready there. Now part of the problem, too, is that uh, they're not bringing the pressure as much, but he still hears those footsteps as he is going to hit Dapkis. At about the line of scrimmage, he'll squirt forward for about four yards there. So he makes something out of nothing there. We'll bring up a third down. Yeah, good play by Dapkus to take what he could. Did a good job of uh, almost breaking that tackle, but he still fell forward. Got a couple yards after getting hit. So we'll bring up a third down here. And, Mike, you want to give this to that young man down there? I think he's got a Gatorade bottle, so. So to bring up a third and six here, ball at the 44-yard line. As Blair Oak shows pressure, dropping back is Evans. He will hit Bowles on a screen, and he's going to lose four yards back to the original line of scrimmage. Well, Blair Oaks is not letting up on defense. Their middle linebacker has blitzed quite a bit. Um, middle linebacker has been blitzing a lot more than what they have all season, at least twice as much, if not three times as much. Seems like he's blitzing a lot, so even – 56 to 6. They're still being really aggressive on defense. Um, good job getting the ball to the wide receiver and a really good found, sound tackle by the Falcons. So this will bring up a fourth and 10, 420 and counting left on the clock here 
as play clock continuing to wind down. In a 56-6 Blair Oaks advantage. Ball on the 40-yard line. Southern Boone has five on the clock. And they will go for it. Dropping back is Evans. He'll squirt through here to the near side. He's going to keep it himself. He's got the first down and more across midfield. 45 working to the far side. There's a flag coming in. He'll step out at the 40. A flag is on the field on the far side at the 34-yard line. So hold the phone. We'll see what it is. My gut tells me it's going to come back, though. Great decision by Evans that time to take what they gave him. They only sent four. A lot of pass pressure on the right-hand side. He did a great job of just stepping up right inside of them, and the field was wide open. It was so green. There was not a there was not a Blair Oaks player for, for what 20 15, yards, 20 at least. yards. Yeah. So it's going to be a personal foul penalty against Southern Boone. Yeah. You hear the this Eagles is, fans don't like it. Well, unfortunately, you got to earn everything <laughs> in the game of football. They're not going to. Pl- they're not going to take it easy on us because we're losing by 50. So this is where you got to play smart. Keep your emotions and just know what you're supposed to be doing when. Know your angles. So uh, I'll say he got his money's worth on the play, but I didn't see what happened. Did you see what happened? It was a, it was a pretty Yeah, it was a block way down. Way, okay. He so got his money worth, but so you know, football is not one of those sports where it's uh you know, <laughs> I'll just it's leave not it for the, It's not I'll for the weak of hearts. There you go. You said it better <laughs> than I did. So, after all this is said and done, they move the ball back. Ball on just on the other side of the 50. I don't know what's going yeah, on Yeah, so it depends on. So, they got the, their offenses out there now? Or wait, who's going so it was, was a, that fourth down? Yeah, it was a fourth down it. play. But he picked why it, is it up. Do over though. Yeah. I'm so confused. when they when they moved the ball back though, because it came after or came. Well, the flag was while he was still running, so it, the flag was in the play. So it should have been, from my knowledge and experience, is mark it off and redo the down if they're going to accept it. This is where we need the. But, uh, we need to work on getting a, a microphone. What are they doing? Wide they, hat down they there. They have backups in there now, so we got a new quarterback. Number four, Tyler Bax. He's a freshman. The last time we saw a freshman for Blair Oaks, it didn't go well. He's now the senior, Dylan Hare. So Tyler Bax will be in. We start to see some substitutions. Yeah, it's the second time tonight. I'm not quite sure what the what things are. Yeah, because pretty much any way I can think of it, they're going to mark it off, and they should because the play was happening as the penalty was, so they would mark it off and redo the fourth down even if he was short. But I guess we're incorrect in our knowledge. We didn't learn anything out of this, though. That's the problem. Yeah, I have no idea what's going on here. So Blair Oaks will take over on the 49-yard line. This we're pushing feels like we're pushing three hours for the first half <laughs> of this game. This has been about the longest. For it being a 50-point spread, this has been the longest first half of football. 
as we'll see a lot of substitutions here. So this will be a on Blair Oaks. Nope, they just stopped. Nope, just they just stopped the play. Not everybody was set. So it'll be first and ten ball at the 49-yard line as Bax will be in shotgun as he will keep it himself straight up the middle. He's got close to first down yardage. It's a good thing that he gave it off because in on the play, his receiver that was coming across was yeah. just leveled. Aiden Young leveled him, but unfortunately it doesn't count for anything because the quarterback had the ball on him and nice eight-yard gain. Again, just a option off on that pitch man. That'll bring up a second and short here as they'll give it off to new ball carrier in the game. This is Yeah, Austin. the last two plays they've won the jet sweep and option quarterback. This time the quarterback handed the ball off. The previous time he kept it and run it. And call him short. Nope, first down. That's about the quickest play set up there as it'll be a new set of downs. Uh, and uh, keep it himself is the quarterback back. He's taken down in the backfield. Quarterback sacked by a host of Eagles. Yeah, the Blair Oaks has their entire second string in on offense now, including offensive line. And that time, uh, our offensive line, Rice got in there, bust up some plays. So See a whole lot of clean white jerseys. You. So to bring up second and 12 now. A whole lot of size has been lost, too, with this junior varsity squad. Backs rolling out here. The near side hits his receiver. He'll be taken down for no gain. So bring up a third down here. Yeah, they got, uh, looks like mostly sophomores in there on offensive line right now. And a freshman and one senior. So a young Mostly young offensive line there, so got to take advantage of what they're giving us. So 2-10 left to go here in this first half. Get a 56-6 advantage in favor of Blair Oaks. They'll split two receivers down low, one on the top. It'll be third and long, looking far side, throwing it up. That was airmailed as quarterback receiver not on the same page there. Yeah, they probably don't get that too much practice of that during the week. But, uh, yeah, it was just a quick slant. They ran that play earlier with very good success for a touchdown that time. Um, the quarterback threw it, and the wide receiver was not looking for it. So I'll bring up a fourth and long here. Now we'll get to see, is this the punt team? Do I need? Is this what I see, the punt it's team punt coming team. on? I, don't, I didn't know they had a punt team. I was just thinking the same thing. Yeah, they bring out a junior and Wyatt Medrum. So he will... Have a low punt, not a real great punt there, but it does take a Falcons bounce. There's a flag oh. coming in on the back end of the play. That, I believe, is going to be on Blair Oaks, and we've got one of the Eagles getting up very gingerly there, holding that. You're thinking personal foul? Yeah, holding that left arm. I'm thinking collarbone, personal something foul. like that. Oh, wait, what? So somehow. No, 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 no. He needs the run direction. Yep, he just got pointed. All he right. Got pointed. It's okay. Almost had a riot here. Sometimes <laughs> I turn the blinker the wrong way, too. Sometimes I call my the wrong kid the wrong name. So it's okay. It happens. But man, no grace from the crowd tonight. <laughs> you are absolutely right on that. Of course, doesn't help the uh, point spread there is, but. 
Southern Moon will take over as ball will be spotted the 28-yard line. Usually I don't turn it on the wrong way. I just leave it on for an extended period of time. <laughs> so it will be a new set of downs here as we also, I believe, have new quarterback in the game as pass will be taken to McKee. He'll pick up short yardage. Is this the quarterback well, in there? I can't tell. But, uh, yeah, that was kind of a fake to the out and then threw it to the second player in the flat that time. So that was an odd-looking play. Don't think we've seen that before. Um, Blowick still has the majority of their defensive starters in the game right now, and as one would expect, they were all over the ball as soon as it was caught for no gain. Looks like it is going to still be Evans out there. He'll have two receivers either side. He's going to pitch it off, whistles quickly. So a play just called dead before it gets going. So false start against Southern Boone. So that'll back him up here. Clock finally under a minute to go here in this first half. It's, it's taken almost an hour and a half to play 24 minutes of football. Hey, we set a record. Harris set so many. We also set a record now. Longest first half in the state of Missouri of football. So second and long now. As Evans dropping back, looking far side, he's going to throw it up. And caught by his receiver at the 45. believe that's McKee coming yeah. up with it. Great team play that time. Offensive line did a great job of blocking the four rushers. Evans did a good job of staying in the pocket, throwing a nice strike right exactly where he needed to be, and a great catch by the Eagle wide receiver. They're going to have a timeout called as clock stopped at 30. Point eight seconds left here in the first half of action. Again, it's been, at least for all intents and purposes, all Blair Oaks, but I've got to say we've seen some good stuff in the first half. Most importantly, they did score, had an early lead, and that's something that hasn't happened in several, several years against Blair Oaks. Got to look at the positive. That's absolutely. And it's also a great night for football, perfect weather. They're halfway. Our field is looking marvelous. Absolutely this far into the season. Helps to, not to have any rain. I mean, all uh, all Southern Boone needs to do is score at least one more time, and they will have matched the and ex- possibly exceeded the points allowed total that Blair Oaks has been giving up. So, again, those are all positives in my book. Probably the biggest one, again, thinking high level about this, is we're getting to see some of the Backup players getting some extended time against a very good Blair Oaks team. Iron sharpens iron. That's exactly how you get them ready to be a varsity starter. Iron sharpens iron. Wow. Absolutely. Nice one. So it'll be first and 10 ball at the 45-yard line. Four receivers down low, one up top as Evans rolling back has pressure. He's got to get rid of it. He will just throw it at the feet of the defense. And we'll see if there's a yellow hanky. Yeah. It does come out. He had pressure from the backside. He did not feel it until it was too late. Yeah, his blind side is on his right, and he didn't have Michael Orr out there to protect him. But, uh, yeah, this kept on a little too long. He tried to get rid of the end, and that time they got us for the grounding, which, you know, they could have got us on one of those early in the game. So, no big. It was due. 25 point. Six seconds left here. 
And they'll try the formation the other way with four wide receivers on the other side, one here on the near side. Evans in shotgun. They've got to get to the 45 of Blair Oaks for the first down as pass will be tipped up, caught by himself as making a couple men miss across the 30. Receiver. That time was Dapkiss. Yeah, four guys to the right. Uh, Good job of the offensive line. Gave him plenty of time. Just a shallow pattern in the flat, and he did a good job of making the first player match. He brought back to the inside. If he would have been just a little bit more, he could have got his offensive line in there on the the block. But uh, well covered by the Falcons as usual. So timeout called here. I'm guessing, did we call a timeout? I believe we did. Because Ross was about three yards onto the field next to the official who was uh, calling the play, calling the clock. You know, I I think we just want to make sure we hold this record. Well, I I like the the fact that most coaches would would just let it go to half and go lick your wounds and come back out. But he's still trying. I like that. Uh, It does set you up here on this third and long. Gives you a chance to try to maybe pull a little something out of the playbook and some of those back pages of the playbook that you don't get to run very often. So right now, offensive line has to dig deep. They've got to give. Well, I'm assuming it's going to be a pass, I should say. The offensive line has to dig deep here and find a way to buy their quarterback some time. Twin receivers on either side. They'll send Morris in motion. They'll give it on the end around. He's looking to throw it. He has pressure. They're going to throw it back to Evans. He's got some grass in front of him at the 40, outside 45, 50. He'll step out of bounds. Great play call out of the draw this up on a napkin when you're at at a bar or just talking to your coaches. Hey, let's how about this sometime? And perfectly executed. Jet sweep to the right, handed the ball off, sucked all of the Falcons over there. Good job getting past. Good job by Evans waiting for the ball to get there, and good job uh, getting upfield. I'm going to have to add a stat line here. That's Evans' first caught pass of the season. Nice job there to make it fourth and five here as he picks up. A good chunk of yardage. It was third and forever as he has a quick pass off. Off the hands of his receiver, it would have been a first down. Yeah, a little too hard that time. Uh, Was wide open. Had plenty of time to make the pass. But uh, going to assume the Falcons will just take a knee here. We might have to uh, buy Mr. Dapkis there some gloves. That one a little too hot for him to handle. Gloves make a great Christmas present, Dad. I think about that. Or maybe from his big brother as well, too. <laughs> Probably got some hand-me-downs somewhere in that house. The ball will be on midfield as they'll send a man in motion. Max will fake the pitch. He will keep it himself up the middle. He's got 10 yards before he trips on the 40-yard line and slides down, and that will take us to halftime yeah. as at halftime it is – a Blair Oak advantage, 56-6. We'll take a quick break here, and we'll be back and get into our halftime scoring summary as well as some of our other halftime activities as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. 
Hi, I'm retired Army Sergeant Trent Dirks, and I want to tell you about an organization that saved and changed my life forever. Retrieving Freedom provides highly trained service dogs to veterans with disabilities and children with autism absolutely free of charge, thanks to the generous donations and support from people just like you. Experts from Retrieving Freedom help throughout the entire process from fostering programs through service dog placement. Retrieving Freedom gave me the skilled service dog, Tracer, who has been my best friend in my lifeline. To find out more about how you can get involved, volunteer, foster, or to donate, visit their website, retrievingfreedom.org. Retrieving Freedom, changing lives through the training and placement of service dogs for veterans with disabilities and children with autism. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take the walk, Eddie! Attention Eagles fans, here's your chance to help the student-athletes of Southern Boone County by becoming a member of the Southern Boone Booster Club. Your gifts help provide all Southern Boone County athletes with a safe and positive experience while attending our school district and also help purchase items that our sports team couldn't otherwise afford. You can join the Southern Boone Booster Club this season for as little as $25. Membership is open to everyone. Interested in joining? Look them up on Facebook by searching Southern Boone Booster Club or email them at sbcathleticboosters at gmail.com. Let's go Eagles! Well, both teams in the locker room here making adjustments for the second half. And we've got some youth cheerleaders out there. They're going to be recognized here at halftime as it is a 56-6 advantage for Blair Oaks. As uh, we'll take a look at your first half scoring summary. Well, on the positive, Southern Boone got out to a lead early. First time that I know of in the recent history they've had an early lead or a lead of any kind against Southern Boone, so that's going to be something, the positive that I'm going to find in that. Also, they did it by recovering an onside kick. So they recovered that. The drive ended with a 16-yard touchdown pass from Evans to Dapkis. The PAT by Salter was blocked. That made it a 6 to nothing Southern Boone score. That was with 10.05 left to go in the first quarter. That made it, and that was a six-play, 49-yard drive for Southern Boone. Then after that, it was uh, mostly all Blair Oaks. As they scored on a 10-yard touchdown run by Hare, the PAT was good. That was a five-play, 34-yard drive. That came with 8.26 left in the first quarter. That made it a 7-6 Blair Oaks lead. Then they would score on a five-yard touchdown run by Lackman. PAT was good. That gave them a 14-6 advantage with 6.20 left in the first quarter. That was a five-play, 48-yard drive. Then then, uh, Blair Oaks would score. This time on a three-yard touchdown run by here, the PAT was good. That made it a 21-6 score. It was a three-play, 48-yard drive. That came with 2.38 left to go in this first in the first quarter. And then Southern, uh, sorry, Blair Oaks would score again on a 50-yard touchdown pass from Hare to Hall. That made it a 28-6 score with 102 left to go in the first quarter. That capped a three-play, 56-yard drive. That took us to the end of the first quarter. Then Blair Oaks would score again, 63-yard touchdown pass from Hare to Pringer. PAT was good. That was a two-play, 74-yard drive. That made it a 35-6 score in favor of the Falcons with 11-15 left in the second quarter. Then they would score again on a 40-yard touchdown run by Hall. PAT was good. That was a one-play, 40-yard drive with 10-02 left to go 
in the second quarter. That made it a 42-6 score. Then Blair Oaks would score again, this time on a 23-yard touchdown pass from Hare to Wild. BAT was good, and that was a one-play 23-yard drive. That came with 8.53 left in the second quarter. That made it a 49-6 Blair Oaks advantage. Then they would score one more time in what seemably is the longest first half of action in the state of Missouri this year, if not uh, in the past decade or two, as Blair Oaks scored on a 23-yard touchdown pass from Hare to Klosser. PAT was good. That was a four-play, 54-yard drive. That came with 5.45 left in the second quarter. That made it a 56-6 advantage in favor of Blair Oaks. And that is where we stand here at halftime as a 50-point spread in favor of Blair Oaks. Taking a look at some of the other numbers, 10 first downs for Blair Oaks, 3 for Southern Boone. There's been uh, one fumble and two fumbles. One one fumble, but it was recovered for Southern Boone. Two fumbles, one lost for Blair Oaks. And Southern Boone has thrown one interception, six penalties on the Falcons. There's been seven penalties on the Eagles, 0 for 2 on third downs and 0 for 1 on fourth downs for Blair Oaks for uh, for Southern Boone. Sorry, that should be uh, 1 for 1 on fourth downs, rather. For Southern Boone, they are 1 for 11 on third downs and 0 for 10 on fourth downs. There's been one quarterback sack. That was by the Southern Boone defense. And at this point, to be honest, I've stopped keeping track of the QB knockdowns and QB hurries for Southern Boone because it has been just about every play, it seems, as uh, not trying to be the bearer of bad news, just trying to be honest with it that that uh, Austin Evans has been back there running for his life most of the first half of action. So that is where we end here at halftime as it's a 56-6 to advantage in favor of Blair Oaks. We're going to take another quick break and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football here on the home of the Eagles, the Show Me Sports Network. At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal. We're with you all the way. We need you. We need you. We need you. We need you, now more than ever. The Southern Boone School District is hiring part-time bus drivers for round athletics and activities with no experience necessary. Our drivers enjoy flexible work hours, paid on-site CDL training, and paid time off, all while helping our community. The position offers competitive pay. Go visit sbschools.us slash employment. We need you. Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com. Com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carty.
And they're introducing the seniors for the band. As both teams again still in the locker room here at halftime. 56-6 advantage in favor of the Blair Oaks Falcons. And still some positives from the first half. Might have been a long way to get there, but positives. The weather's beautiful. It's a beautiful evening. Uh, live in the, the, the great tailgate country. special was excellent. Right, we live in a the great fries. country. We get oh, to come yeah. out and watch football Friday There's night. Of, There's a lot, a lot of, of good positives. things. All right, so scores at half uh, halftime. There's one game that's <laughs> already final. Hickman beat Bellevue West twenty-two to twenty. I don't know if they started that game early. It was a long mm. drive out to Belleville, Illinois, for Hickman. But yeah, uh, that is. Anyway, so what we got going? Jeff City is up over Moberly, thirty-one to seven. So that holds true, and we're going to have a four and five Moberly, probably at the top. Uh, we got Mexico is beating uh, Warrington nineteen to thirteen. They're trying to get to four and five as well. Boonville is trying to get to five and four. They're up over Eldon twenty-one to zero. Winfield is beating Fulton twenty to seven. Osage. Playing very, very well. 42 to nothing right now over the Versailles Tigers. Uh, they have a tough district there. They have a Herman team, I believe, is at the top of their district. California has beaten Hallsville 21 to 16 in the third quarter. Uh, Francis Howell is up over Rockbridge 24 to 14. We got Battle 14 to 13 over Hannibal and uh, what looks to be kind of a, a possible upset. We got Capital City 21 to 7 over Kirksville. We got Helias over Viani. The Golden Griffins of Viani are losing 49-6 to Helias. Odessa is up 21-14 over Harrisonville. Harrisburg, our friends to the north, are beating Scotland County 42-6. The Tolton Trailblazers got a game this week, actually. They're up 20-14 over Fayette. Macon and Centralia are all tied up at 14-14. Both of those teams are 7-1, so that'd be a fun game to watch. Absolutely. Uh, no score on the Westrand Salisbury. Camden Lakers are having a little bit of a trouble with the Glendale Falcons. They're up 29-22. to That's uh, senior night right now for the Lakers down there. So uh, we'll see if the Lakers can come back. Well, they're winning, but I think that people were expecting that to be a little bigger score. So, But anyway, yeah, some interesting scores tonight. So I'm going to go ahead and call it Eldon here at Southern Boone Eagles next week. Yeah, I think in the first round of the district playoffs. I think you're right, and that's kind of what our uh, what our initial guts have yeah. been telling us. But you know, it's uh, our hearts were were, were hoping for something else. Absolutely, but, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> our hearts were not correct tonight. So, but uh, anyway, well, you know, like I said, though, still positive despite a 50 point uh, advantage for the Blair Oaks Falcons. You know that they're a tough squad coming in, but still a lot of positives. I mean, it started off. Southern Boone got the onside kick to recover it to start the game. They marched down the field and scored as they looked very good. They uh, took it 49 yards in sixth place, had a 16-yard touchdown pass to score. They, you know, that that's that's a, a big boost in the arm right there to show that uh, you know they when they when they put the things together they need to. And that's that's part of the the issue they've had is the offense does well but the defense struggles. And the defense does well and the it offense It just shows struggles. you how how well you have to play, how you have to get the bounces to go your way, how you have to get those offsides on their defensive line. It just shows you you know how well you have to play to beat a team the caliber of Blur Oaks and you know I was thinking the halftime there's like you know 
This is a really good-looking Blair Oaks Falcons team. They have not been challenged at all this year. Are they better than what they were, say, three years ago? I mean, I don't know. They look really, really good. They're just uh, they're sound at every single aspect of the game. They can, they can pass where they want to, short, side, middle. They can run it, obviously, what they want to. They, they have it all. And then, like we said earlier, they can choose any play out of their playbook. It's just coming up, coming up heads. Well, you know, the uh, another positive two to take away for Southern Boone is right there before, uh, before the end of the uh, first half of action, as it was a long third down. It was third and twenty plus, and uh, Evans uh, dropped back to pass, tucked it under, and picked up a good chunk of yardage. Made it a fourth and five on the play after it was all said and done. Fourth and and you know manageable for him, and we just see his growth. We've seen. We have seen some frustration on some of the Eagles, but, you know, overall, I mean, you, you wouldn't know that it was a 50-point spread necessarily just by the way that they're playing. And most importantly, that big-picture idea, we're seeing some new guys uh, due to injury, but we're seeing them get some quality start time here at the varsity level. And, uh, you know, we're going to call a spade a spade. They've gotten beaten on some plays, but that's exactly how you learn is they're getting the good film. They're able to watch it, and that's coachable. Those are coachable things yeah. that, you know, you sometimes it's the growing pains, but you got to have it down. You know, you got to watch it in, in film so that the coach can break it down for you and say, you know, next time in this situation, and it's like this, if you do this, this outcome will be a little different. Yeah, what the coaches want to see in the second half of a game like this, number one, they want to make sure that your players are still trying. They're still giving it 100%. Want to make sure you're still doing the fundamentals, that you've still got your head in the game, that you're paying attention. Like if you're a defensive lineman, you're paying attention to the ball. Make sure you're not offsides. Make sure you know what the play is, what the play call is. And lastly, to keep your frustration in check. We do have a couple of players that have shown this season that they sometimes can lose their frustration. That's just how this game works out. We saw that Blair Oaks lost there. They're cool at the end of the, the first half. So you just want to show good effort and try to take something from this in a positive way. And uh, I expect we'll see that. You know, on offense, I think we'll probably see some more called runs for Evans, especially up the middle. You know, they're, they're blitzing their linebacker. They're, they only have one, one inside linebacker, and he, and he blitzes, again, almost every play um, this uh, this game, and which is really surprising because – coming into this game they haven't been known to be a big blitzing team they've uh you know coming into the game they only blitzed 13 percent of the time according to our our stats and they're easily blitzing two-thirds of the time so they're blitzing five times more so they found something that they like get some pressure on evans and it's worked um, he's he's gun shy back there he's throwing the ball quickly because rightfully so he's been getting so much pressure with just four and five guys I'll just have an update here. It's the end of the third quarter. California 35, Hallsville 24. So an upset uh, maybe brewing there down at California. We've got yeah. that game on our sister no channel. No offense to Hallsville, though. I'm, I'm not going to call that an upset. That, that's not that's, surprising that's at true. all to me. That's true. That's true. you got a 3-5 three and a five, three and five team against a 4-4 four and four team. And uh, California's at home. They do. They do play a little different at home. It's a different. A lot of you know, teams do. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's they get a little pep the, in their step. And yeah. Obviously, it's a Hallsville team that is uh, a little different makeup than uh, what the squad was last year. Plus, they've had a few injuries. That game on our sister channel. So, if you are uh, 
after our game. Well, they might be done before our game is complete, but uh, we don't want to see you kick off our broadcast, but they are over on the Show Me Sports Network one feed or SMS one, SMSN one feed, so you can find that there. Don't forget, if you haven't done so, be sure and go follow us on social media. You can find us at the Show Me Sports Network. Find us on Facebook as well as, as on Twitter. On Twitter, it's just Show Me Sports Net. We have enough characters to put network, so we are on uh, Twitter as well. And then also on YouTube, uh, just find us, Show Me Sports Network. You can f- go on there and uh, subscribe to our to our channel as well as click the little notification button. Uh, that's part of where we're uploading our games, a little slow in the process. But uh, we get them uploaded there. We also have them anywhere you can uh, find great podcasts. You can find our game archives. We're on uh, iHeartRadio, iTunes, as well as Spotify, uh, the Apple Podcast platform, as well as the Google Podcast platform, and many, many other places. Just search for the Show Me Sports Network. You'll find us there, and uh, you'll be able to listen to our archive games and uh, relive the glory or the heartbreak, depending on uh, which, uh, which side you're cheering for. On, uh, on all of our games. And like I said, working on getting those archived on YouTube as well just takes a uh, lot longer to get that done. Takes several, takes about six different programs to make that happen. Also, I need to give a shout out too to the Southern Booth Athletics YouTube page. We've been able to uh, link our audio with their videos. So, no, we've got some listeners and hearing some great comments on that. So, we're glad you're tuned in. If you're watching the video there and listening to our audio, we appreciate the support. And uh, glad that we can work with the uh, school district to get them paired together and uh, give you the best broadcast we can here week in and week out. It's always a pleasure when we get to play at home because we can put those together and have a grand old time and just enjoy our uh, Friday night here watching football. Not necessarily enjoying the outcome so far, but it is a good night under the Friday night lights here. See, Blair Oaks has made their way back. Southern Boone has been out for a few minutes here, so we're going to take a quick break and be back here at halftime as against a 56-6 advantage. Southern Boone does get the ball to start the second half of action, so we'll take a quick break and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions since 2018 han custom laser engraving llc has been specializing in all things custom using large format high powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market anything can become a canvas the state of the art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups glass tile wood acrylic metal headstones with endless possibilities they also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out find them on facebook at han custom laser engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, a veteran-owned business. At Southern Boone School District, our educators do more than just teach. Lives are being shaped for the future before they even enter a classroom. For students to succeed, it takes an entire district-wide team. Our students need you. 
Join Southern Boone School District's team today, now offering competitive salaries and benefits for all positions. Visit ashland.k12.mo.us and click on the Employment tab. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community wood shop. Hello, Blake Gasway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? Well, we're just about ready to start the second half as Clock continuing to wind down under a minute to go here before we start the second half of action. Southern Boone does get the ball to start the second half as they trail by a score of 56-6. Hopefully you're enjoying tonight's broadcast here on the Show Me Sports Network. Blake Gazaway here with you, joined by Mike Freeze as we bring you the exclusive broadcast of Southern Boone football as well as Southern Boone athletics here on the Show Me Sports Network. We're getting things geared up for basketball season as Softball season ended last week, so we had coverage of them all season and now getting set for basketball that will be here before you know it. So we'll have games on the Show Me Sports Network for you, both of the boys and girls squad as they start their practice. So do what? Okay, okay. It's going to bring a win next week. It's going to bring a, a win, a W-I-N win. So next week we start district play as as we think, barring uh, no big changes in the scores. We think Eldon will come to town next week here as it will start Class 3, District 5 action as the top two teams in the six-team district get a bye. It'll be the three and the six seed and the four and five matching up. So we anticipate that that will be Eldon coming to town here, which I think would be all right by most of us here. Now, if somebody from Eldon can bring me some some of those some nachos, barbecue nachos up, I would appreciate that. So high end over in kick is going to drive the return oh. man. Back inside the end zone. Yeah, in high school, if you're if you're in the end zone at all with the ball, you're yep to touchback. So his momentum took him there. So that will 
Put All the right. ball on the 20-yard line. As much as I like to see a good return, I don't argue much with that decision. The ball will be okay, on the 20-yard so line. Let's see if our offensive line, if they got anything taken care of during the uh, first half or during the halftime and see if we can't put something together here, get a nice drive. Uh, Blair Oaks, as expected, is going to start out the game with their starters. I bet they'll do that on both offense and defense, at least an offense for a series. So 10 on the play clock here as Evans will get the snap. He'll roll to the far side. This might be a busted play. Well, it's that, it's that pitch option that just, even when it's w- well run, it just doesn't look like a normal option because uh, your quarterback is kind of ro- going in slow motion, and there wasn't good spacing between the pitch man as well. So. Yeah, it was only about a half yard, yeah. yard at the most there. So really, Most of the night it hasn't looked very yeah. good anyway. Really becomes more of a uh, here you go, I'll hand it to you, than a pitch. So it'll bring up a second, and we'll say eight. So they pick up two yards. They'll give it to the back. Oh. He's going to be taken down quickly as he'll lose yardage. Well, not a good start for the offensive line. Uh, their four-man line is just whipping us right now. Um, it doesn't matter who it is. Each one of them are making really good plays. So Bishop was the ball carrier there to bring up third down here. So far, it's one of 11 on third downs for Southern Boone. So got twin receivers on either side. Looks like Blair Oaks is bringing pressure as Evans drops back, gives it off, or passes it off to his back. There's a late flag. Two flags come in as Bishop gets high and load there on the tackle. Yeah, perfect play call there. The quick pass with the blitz. The blitz was picked up somewhat, but uh, got a holding call. Um, I'm guessing our left side of the line. And really didn't need to. The ball was gone already out of the hands. And you just marvel at how quick this defense is. I mean, they were all over the receiver as soon as he got the ball. And the guy who was blitzing, middle linebacker number 15, and he's got to be the fastest linebacker this year. He was uh, on the tackle as well after blitzing. So we'll bring up a fourth down, fourth and long here. As Evans will be in shotgun again, five wide receivers. Blair Oaks bringing pressure. They just about got a hand on it. It's a uh, shorter kick, but does take a Southern Boone bounce as it'll be across midfield at the 49-yard line. Good bounce there for Southern Boone. How many times has, have they started the, their series at the 49 or 50-yard line tonight? Most of them. It seems like it's been like every one of them. Well, they started still, at good the kick. Southern Boone 34-yard line. Yeah. They started at the Southern Boone 48 and they started at the Southern Boone 27-yard line, then at their own 48, at the Southern Boone 44. You get the picture. This ball will be on the 49-yard line of Southern Boone. Quick pass off to the far side, complete to the receiver. Oh. He's got the first down and more as he will pick up nearly 20 yards on that first down play. Well, the Falcons are still trying hard on, on each play. At uh, that time, it was a three-man line for the Eagles, and they only st- – they only were rushing uh, Noah Rice Noseguard. The both ends, and they're playing some smaller ends right now, were staying back. So more of a kind of a sit and read type of a defense. So Klosser will have the uh, catch there as it'll be two receivers near side, one far side, and a wing over there. Heron shotgun. He will give it off to his back. See quickly into the second wave of the defense. As carrying that is Lackman, he'll pick up. Well, they don't give him that good of a spot, only three yards. Yeah, good good job that time. A 3-4 defense this time, and that time all three defensive linemen were pressing. Um, and that the whoever was on the, 
the left side did a good job of coming off the ball, making a tackle for a short gain. So that'll bring up second and eight here. So only get a spot of two. Again, two receivers down low, one up top. Harrell get the snap. He'll give it off to Lackman. He's making a couple of guys miss. He will be uh, hemmed in and taken down shy of the 25-yard line. Yeah, seeing some good fight by the Eagles defense right now. They're getting off the ball pretty well. They're getting to the men pretty well. They're wrapping up pretty well. Just a straight dive off the left uh, tackle that time, and, and a good job by the Eagles to get in there to wrap him up. So, again, clock continuing to roll here in this third quarter. It's a 56-6 advantage for Blair Oaks. As third and short, now they'll send a man in motion to the far side. As Lackman will get it, he's got the first down. He's dragging bodies to the 10-yard line. He picks up good yardage well enough for that first down. Yeah, Coach Garris blitzed a couple guys that time, and unfortunately just guessed blitzed at the wrong place. And it's a quick dive on the right guard, and he got through there pretty easily on the first of the wave. And then he did a good job of carrying a couple of uh, tacklers along with him. So to bring up a first and goal at the nine-yard line, they'll have receivers on both sides of the play, man in motion. They'll give it to Lackman. He stutter steps a little bit. He's going to be stood up. He'll fall forward near the five-yard line, so we'll bring up a second and goal. Yeah, fake the handoff to the jet sweep going from left to the right and just ran the dive again to uh, about the same play as last time, but using that jet sweep as a little bit of a distraction. And uh, nice hole there by the offensive line. Lackman will be about a yard and a half behind his quarterback in here. They'll send another man in motion again, as they've done the last several plays. Everybody slipped in the backfield, but Lackman able to take it in, no problem, from five yards out. Yeah, just big holes there, uh, the offensive line. They do a little cross block on that dive that time. They've done that a couple times tonight where the center blocks to the right and they bring, it looks like they pull someone from the right side to the left. And this is a nice big hole. The running back stumbled a little bit, but didn't matter. He had plenty of room. They found the uh, only divot, I think, out there in the field as we were <laughs> talking about that. It's a good-looking field except for that spot right there. So snap is down, kick is up, and kick is good. And that lengthens the lead out as it's now a 62-6 score in favor of Blair Oaks. Well, at this point, what does Southern Boone need to do? Well, just, uh, again, think back to the fundamentals. Make sure they know their job. Don't give up. Try to keep your spirits up. I mean, it's hard. I mean, it's hard when you're losing by 14 to keep your head in the game. When you're losing by this much... You just got to still fight through it, fight forward, and try to take something from it. Yeah, I, I think you're right on that. I mean, we've talked about some of the positives. If we actually, you know, sat down and analyzed uh, all these plays, we'd see a lot more positive. Plus, you know, we don't have the luxury to uh, look at the film right now. So there's definitely more positive things happening out there. But Yeah, the offensive lines get better technology for, Fal- for the Falcons than we do. That is absolutely true. As high end over end kick. He's going to come to the near side at the 10 as Dapkus will take it. He's working the far side. He has some room. He'll get the corner. He's across the 30, the 40. He'll be pushed out at the 45-yard line. Good return there. Nice return. If he had that last block, if they would have tried to maintain that block a little bit more and just go for the big hit and bounce off. That's one thing I, that I always was coaching young players is as a blocker, you got to – 
make contact, and then maintain that block. A lot of youngins, they just want to come up and hit the guy hard once, and they think their job's done. But good return. Hopefully that will give us a nice spark on this drive here. Let's see what our offensive line can do. So good starting position here at the 44-yard line for Southern Boot. As they will throw it off here to the near side, Dapkis has it. He will lose the yardage, so just couldn't get out of the grasp of the defender over there. Yeah, quick pass to the flat, uh, trying to, to take advantage of the fast pass rush that the Blair Oaks off defensive line has. And number two just did an absolute fabulous job of coming up and wrapping up the tackler's legs. It's Alec Weberg, the 6'170 170-pound senior. Got some good closing speed there. I, I believe uh, he might also be a basketball player. I can't remember, but I think that seems familiar. Well, if you haven't noticed, uh, most of these players have the same last names as players from the past, last five to seven years. It's almost like you have to have a – oh, gosh. There's going to be two players in the same vicinity. I think one knocked out of the hands of the other as – not a yeah. good route running there. As that was a called, called screen pass where we, we purposely let the defensive line act like they're getting a big pass rush. Um, since they've had it all night, they don't know anything differently. And trying to leak alignment or two down to get blockers on the linebackers, and he was wide open. The pass was there, but unfortunately two players in the same spot. So this will bring up a third and 14 now for... Southern Boone nearing two and a half to go in this third quarter as Evans drops back, has pressure. Again, throws it to oh. his outlet valve on a little screen oh. pass and quickly taken down there. Looked like he tripped over his own feet. Again, we're doing a great job on the play calling. We're getting these passes out quick because we, we can't block them on the pass rush. So we're doing a good job getting good play calls. But that time he just uh, was a little bit off and tripped on himself even still. The right defensive end, number 70, I think still would have made the tackle, surprisingly. So now it's fourth and nearly 20 as Evans will be back to punt it here, and he will get a nice high punt. Nobody back for Blair Oaks. Again, takes an Eagles bounce as it'll trickle down near the 20-yard line, and that's where it'll be down. So the punt stats are going up for Southern Boone here. And find some positives here. And what, <laughs> every one of them but one has taken a uh, Eagles bounce as well. So We have had some good punts tonight. I'll give you that. Sometimes you come for the offensive defense, but you stay for the special teams. <laughs> iron sharpens iron. Or got you some, go to Eldon for the nachos. Got some good, line, <laughs> good, good lines tonight. So that'll be first and uh, 10. Ball at the 20-yard line for Blair Oaks as they've got their... Backups in as ball carrier this time is Warren Davis. Yeah, backups all the way around. I don't see a starter still out there on the Falcons. Uh, they've got a brand-new offensive line. Uh, the same one we saw earlier, which was four sophomores and a senior. Um, we still have our starting defensive end. So they get no gain on the play. Tyler Bax now at QB as Bax will have twin receivers on either side. He'll send one in motion over here to the near side. He's going to fake the pitch, take it up the gut himself, and he'll have a couple yards before he's taken down there. Really, defense staying home there. Nice job. Yeah, that time they had an empty backfield, and they motion a slot receiver back into a, a tailback slash pitchman, or that, that time they faked the sweep, and the quarterback just kept it, and that time um, the Eagles did a good job staying home did a good job of uh, wrapping up at the point of attack. 
So it'll bring up a third and seven as clock rolling in nine seconds. Looks like Blair Oaks is content to let it wind down here. As this will be 2-1, and that will take it to the end of the third quarter. So after the longest first half of action, we've had the shortest third quarter. As we'll go, take a quick break and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Hi, I'm retired Army Sergeant Trent Dirks, and I want to tell you about an organization that saved and changed my life forever. Retrieving Freedom provides highly trained service dogs to veterans with disabilities and children with autism absolutely free of charge, thanks to the generous donations and support from people just like you. Experts from Retrieving Freedom help throughout the entire process from fostering programs through service dog placement. Retrieving Freedom gave me the skilled service dog, Tracer, who has been my best friend in my lifeline. To find out more about how you can get involved, volunteer, foster, or to Donate, visit their website, retrievingfreedom.org. Retrieving Freedom, changing lives through the training and placement of service dogs for veterans with disabilities and children with autism. So we go to the fourth quarter here. A 63-6. to Score in favor of Blair Oaks. As they have the football here on this third down. Backs looking near side. He'll complete it to his receiver. He'll have the first down as catching that pass is Owen Shellman. Just a quick out to the wide receiver, and that was a nice quick dart of a pass for the uh, freshman backs. Good looking uh, throw there. Yeah, it was right on the money. Nice a little zip quick. on it. Yeah. So he will be in shotgun, has an empty backfield. Now he'll send a man in motion. He'll fake the pitch again, keeping it oh. himself and just tripped up by his shoestrings. As that just tripped up. That's Gamble on the tackle. He's seen some good quality minutes here in this game. He's a sophomore, 6'370 pounder. Again, shotgun formation, keeping it himself as back straight up the middle. He's got the necessary yards for a first down. He'll fall across midfield. New set of downs. I'm getting this funny feeling that next year, after Dylan Hare's gone, the Blair Oaks is still going to be a pretty good team. So this uh, young quarterback is running the ball hard. He's making good reads. Again, all their run plays, they've, they've had a good long history of having quarterbacks who can run and throw the ball. They're given the option of on every, about every single run play to keep it if they need to. So Bax will get the shotgun snap again, give it to his back quickly upfield. He'll pick up four, three, four yards there. Now that was your basic power play, just you know, run a little motion across the formation with a slot from right to left and just hand the ball off straight up to your tailback. Nothing special, man-on-man, smash-mouth football, and they still gain four to five yards. Ball carrier there was Davis, so he's seen some extended time here. In the second half, he is still in the backfield behind. Now he's in the right hip pocket of backs. They'll send a man in motion here to the near side as they will give it to their back. He's going to be spun around and still trying to go for it. He'll lose five yards on the play back behind the original line of scrimmage is again carrying it. That was Davis. Yeah, great energy from the Eagles' uh, defense that time. A lot of new names are getting back there, making making some, some uh, you know, Getting there, causing some havoc. 
and doing a good job of nonstop. So good job by the young Eagles that are out there. Freshman Justin Martin in on the tackle. So, again, starting to see some good minutes here for some of these younger players. As Bax will fake the end around, he's going to have some pressure. He got it off, and it's offline as he was taken down. Again, blind side coming through there. Yeah, good pressure from the right side, from the right outside linebacker. Not sure what the number is. Our spotter didn't, didn't quite say what the number is, though. So. Hey, you forgot his glasses. Anyway, anyway so uh, good good play call there. Just enough pressure, just enough disruption to cause that uh, pass to be a little off target. Or they could have had something. They, they could have had at least a first down on that. So we'll be a fourth down, fourth and ten as the punter. Second time now we've seen him today. Sidewinding kick, not real great as it'll take a bounce at the 30-yard line and be down shortly thereafter. So Southern Boone will have the football back as it will be a punt for Blair Oaks as ball will be, looks like about the 28-yard line. The, consist, the uh, consensus up here is it's near the 28 or 29. I'm going to call the 28. We'll let them have another yard to, for the stats there as they take it downfield. All right, now we need these young eyes up here in the press box to shout out the numbers really good for us. Now we got a timeout called, I believe, by Southern Boone. Probably a good call. We've got some new people in there, so you want to make sure they're all on the same page. We... We're sending the lineman out on the last uh, second there, so play clock was getting low. We kinda, so a good call to make sure everyone knows what they're doing. We kind of talked about this. You know, we're having subs for subs for subs, yeah. which then also is is compacted because like we have subs in. Yeah. Kevin Bacon Right, or exactly. Like that. We've got, you know, we know we have a whole lot of injuries across or what feels like a whole lot of injuries across the board. So you have guys that are not normally starting in a starting role, and then uh, it just trickles down from there. So... Yeah, either way, good seven, time out. Seven starters, or seven players that start at least one way for us that are out. Now, one of them is Donegan, who we've missed the entire right. year. So it's so six or so that we're missing. And uh, we're certainly missing those players. Uh, certainly listen to Dylan Isles a lot, his absence on the on the offensive line this week. And then having Owen out as well, too. So hopefully we're supposed to get a lot of these players Several. back by, by next Friday. So hopefully they will. That is the hope. At least things are trending that direction as uh, they will take it up the middle with a new quarterback in. Yeah, that's our version of the the run uh, option of the quarterback. He can pitch it to the tailback if he wants, or if he thinks he has the opening, he can take it and run it himself. And uh, not quite as effective as we see from the men in green and white. So Mason Shearer, the Shear, the uh, 6'2", 165-pound freshman. So he will pick up a couple yards there. Ball spotted on the 30-yard line. So second and eight. Again, clock rolling under seven and a half to go. As he'll bark out the orders. Now he'll pitch it off to his back. And nothing there for him to go with it. Well, as an option, we let uh, a guy go to pitch off him, but unfortunately, two guys behind him were were un, got through there unblocked as well. And again, the entire Blokes team, especially the defense, is just so quick, so fast. They fly to the ball. 
That ball carrier there, Jace Troth, the freshman, 5'10", 150-pounder. So they'll come out with three receivers up top, one down low. As dropping back, whistles, and a flag down. So it'll be a false start back up Southern Boone. And they trail here by a score of 63-6. to six. Clock continuing to roll, six and a half to go here. Well, the positive on that play that was that the offensive line was doing a pretty good job of blocking the four rushers. California beats Hallsville 41-38. That game just went final. So third and long now for Southern Boone. As they'll drop back, they'll get a pass off over the head of the receiver. Intended for. Yeah, well covered that time. Uh, good job blocking. Uh, didn't have much room to throw the ball as they had him double covered on in the on the flat, basically around a five and out. So this will bring up a fourth down now. They'll have five, five wide receivers. Does Southern Boone again clock rolling? Here under six to go. Seems like maybe there's a little – no, I think he was fixing his jersey. Couldn't tell if he was doing that or not sure what the play was as – They'll have a little pooch kick. Not a bad job there. Again, takes an Eagles bounce as it'll be inside the 30-yard line down to the 25. Got to look sharp out there, even if it's in the fourth quarter of a losing game. Still got to make sure that jersey's looking sharp. Absolutely. Couldn't tell if he was trying to say, uh, I don't know what this is, or said he was trying to adjust the, uh, the jersey there so that everybody could know who he was out there. Thank goodness. Let's Usually you see that. Let's be positive. <laughs> Hey, he's getting his moment to he's shine. He's getting, he's fixing his jersey, make sure that we can see, make sure our spotters can see his number really well. He's making his mama proud out there. Yeah. So ball will be on the 25-yard line after the punt as backs will be in shotgun. As the Falcons take over here, quick pass off to the far side. His receiver's got five yards. He'll be up into there. Yeah, quick pass to the flat to the wide receiver. He's trying to get him to break a tackle and, go up the sidelines, but very well covered again by the young Eagles. Two different Eagles got out there quickly, and they both kind of hemmed them in and did a good job and wrapped up and tackled. So good job by our young Southern Eagles who are getting a chance to play. So backs again in shotgun. He'll get the snap. He'll give it to his back. So he's working straight up the gut. He'll be taken down. Now second effort will get him towards that first down marker. Yeah, even their backup offensive line did a really good job of blocking that uh, counter play there. But, again, the Eagles did a really good job of converging on as soon as he got uh, past the first lane. Ball spotted just across the 35-yard line. Backs looks over, so does all the wide receivers. And the running back all look over to see what the play call is. As they'll send a man in motion here to the near side. They'll fake the jet sweep. Backs will keep it himself, take it up oh. the middle. He is uh, across near midfield. He's got 12, 13 yards, move the chains. Yeah, jet sweep going from left to right, fake it to him. Quarterback keeps it, gets a nice 10, 11-yard gain. Good job by their offensive line, making some nice holes. On the 47-yard line of Blair Oaks. New back in the backfield. This is Mitchell Brownell. 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 So they will get the snap. He will get the handoff, take it straight up the middle. He is met by a wall there at the line of scrimmage. They'll say he got one yard but no more. Yeah, good job on the defensive line and the linebackers coming up really hard. Uh, nothing fancy, no blitzes, no crossing, 
no stunts or anything, just a man-on-man, and a good job for the Eagles coming up and filling those holes. Make it a little bit harder for the Falcons to move the ball. So Maxwell look over again. Clock continuing to roll here, 2.43 and counting. Left here in regulation as they will. Keeping himself, his back's up the middle again. He's going to cut it to the outside. It's a foot race at the uh, 30, the 25, the 20. He'll be ushered out well inside near the 10-yard line. Yeah, fake that sweep to the tailback going to the left and keeping it like he's done so much tonight already. He's run that play about five or six times to great, great success. Once he gets past that first line, again, this offensive line's doing a really good job as well. Making some holes and uh, did a good job getting to the outside. So the ball on the 11-yard line, as it will be a new set of downs. Cheerleaders throwing some swag into the crowd here for yeah, Southern Boone Faithful. Yeah, I going to get hit. They got some pretty good arms on them down there. Not bad. All right, looks like going victory formation, taking the knee. Bax will be up under center. He will take the snap, take a knee. And that's probably going to probably get, what, two more plays? And, yeah, right. We're still going to have to snap it a couple more times at the minimum. Looks like the film guys are getting out here quick tonight. Don't blame them. Blair Oaks is going to go perfect 9-0 on the regular season. As clock rolling a minute, 14 and counting. They're going to let as much time go off the play clock here. Play clock says 18, so they'll continue to let it roll down. As Blair Oaks will move to 9-0 on the regular season, Southern Moon falls to 4-5 on their season. See you next Friday. Blair Oaks will get set up underneath center as backs. He will take the snap. He'll take a knee. That'll bring up a third down now. And clock continuing to roll here. Should be a 63-6 to six final. And clock rolling. As that. Oil continue to roll down. There is a differential on the play clock and the game clock, but... They're still letting everybody run off the field, so they're just going to be content to wind the clock down. It's two seconds, one second, and that makes our ball game final. As the final score, the Blair Oaks Falcons 63, the Southern Boone Eagles 6. We're going to take a uh, quick break, and we'll get into your postgame show as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. You've been listening to Southern Boone County Eagles football on the exclusive home for Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network. Exclusive play-by-play coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football has been brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC. Last Sentinel Firearms. Retrieving Freedom. Sawdust Studios. Southern Boone Booster Club. And Zealous WBGT. 
The biggest and absolute best coverage in mid-Missouri continues as you're just moments away from the exclusive post-game show. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Eagles Radio Network. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! This is the Southern Boone County Eagles postgame show on the exclusive home for Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network. The Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew will discuss their thoughts on tonight's game as well as look ahead to the next action for the Eagles. Exclusive postgame coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football is brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society, Pond Custom Laser Engraving, LLC. Last Sentinel Firearms. Retrieving Freedom. Sawdust Studios. Southern Boone Booster Club. And Zealous WBGT. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Eagles Radio Network. Now let's go live to the field to the Show Me Sports Network broadcast booth. Well, it was a tough night for Southern Boone as they dropped the uh, contest to Blair Oaks by a 63-6 margin in a game that uh, we knew coming in was going to be a tough task, and that proved to be so as Blair Oaks moves to a perfect 90-0 on the regular season. And for Southern Boone, they dropped to 4-5 and five on the season as tonight's senior night spoiled by the Falcons, but still some positives to take away from the game as tough matchup anyway you look at it for Blair Oaks again they uh, have finished quite well in the last several years as looking back last year they lost in the district championship the year before they won the state championship in 2019 they lost in state quarterfinals 18 they won the uh, state championship that was with the 15 and 0 record and then in 2017 they went 13 and 1 lost in the state semifinals so you can see that they have program that is very good and knows how to win games so again lots of positives to take away for southern boone county as taking a look at your scoring summary for the ball game well southern boone was able to start it off recover an onside kick and go down and score on a 16-yard touchdown pass from evans to dapkis that was a six play 49-yard drive that gave them an early six to nothing lead with 10.05 left in the first quarter then Blair Oaks would score. Uh, the uh, PAT was no good by Salter. It was blocked. As, uh, then Blair Oaks would go on a run as it was a 10-yard touchdown run by Hare. That was a 5-yard, 34, sorry, 5-play, 34-yard drive. So with 8.26 left in the first quarter, that gave them the 7-6 advantage. And Blair Oaks would score again, this time on a 5-yard touchdown run by Lackman. The PAT was good. That was a five-play, 48-yard drive. That came with 6.20 left in the first quarter. That was a 14-6 advantage, Blair Oaks. Then they would score again, this time on a three-yard touchdown run by Hare. PAT was good. That was a three-play, 48-yard drive. 
That was a 2.38 left to go in the first quarter. That was a 21-6 advantage for Blair Oaks. Then they would score again one more time before the end of the first quarter. That was a 50-yard touchdown pass from Hare to Hall. The PAT was good. That was a three-play, 56-yard drive with one minute and two seconds left in the first quarter. That did take us through the end of one. It was a 28-6 advantage. Then Blair Oaks would score again on a 63-yard touchdown pass from Hare to Pringer. PAT was good. That was a two-play, 74-yard drive. Game with 11-15 left to go before halftime. 35-6 advantage, Blair Oaks. Then they would score again, this time on a 40-yard touchdown run by Hall. PAT was good. That was a one-play, 40-yard drive with 10-02 left in the first half. That made it 42-6. Then Blair Oaks would score again on a 23-yard touchdown pass. This from Hare to Wild. PAT was good. That also was a one-play, 23-yard drive. That was with 8.53 left to go in the second quarter. I made it a 49-6 score. Then the Falcons would score one more time in the first half on a 23-yard touchdown pass from Hare to Klosser. PAT was good. That made it a four-play, 54-yard drive with 5.45 left to go in the first half. That was a 56-6 score. Again, Blair Oaks takes that lead to halftime. Then they only scored one time, that in the third quarter. It was a five-yard touchdown run by Lackman. Six-play, 51-yard drive. That came with 5.41 left to go in the third quarter. That made the advantage 63-6 in favor of the Falcons. That is where we ended the third quarter, and that uh, score also held up to the remainder of the game as the final goes in favor of Blair Oaks by 63-6 score. And a lot of positives to take away. We got to see a lot of great minutes from some of the backup players, some of the reserve players for Southern Boone. That's some good quality minutes that uh, they needed due to some injuries and some other things. We got to see some extended play, so that's a positive to take away. As uh, This is the 18th matchup between these two teams, so they're very familiar with each other and uh, just didn't go in favor of Southern Boone. We're going to take a quick break here, and we'll be right back and get into some of the other scores from around the area as you're listening to exclusive coverage, uh, post-game coverage, I should say, of Southern Boone County Eagles football here on the home of the Eagles, the Show Me Sports Network. Attention Eagles fans, here's your chance to help the student-athletes of Southern Boone County by becoming a member of the Southern Boone Booster Club. Your gifts help provide all Southern Boone County athletes with a safe and positive experience while attending our school district and also help purchase items that our sports team couldn't otherwise afford. You can join the Southern Boone Booster Club this season for as little as $25. Membership is open to everyone. Interested in joining? Look them up on Facebook by searching Southern Boone Booster Club or email them at sbcathleticboosters at gmail.com. Let's go Eagles! At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. 
Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled, offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. In today's world, injury prevention is at the top of everyone's list. However, heat-related occurrences get routinely overlooked. Zealous WBGT puts that front and center. By using cutting-edge formulas and technology, Zealous WBGT streamlines and simplifies obtaining and documenting wet bulb globe temperature readings. With a simple touch of a button, you can check WBGT anywhere in the world, receiving alerts when the WBGT goes over the threshold you select. Join the stress-free way to protect student-athletes, employees, and overall operations from extreme heat by downloading the free Zealous WBGT app today. Save time, save money, save lives with Zealous WBGT. We need you. We need you. We need you. We need you. Now more than ever. The Southern Boone School District is hiring part-time bus drivers for round athletics and activities with no experience necessary. Our drivers enjoy flexible work hours, paid on-site CDL training, and paid time off, all while helping our community. The position offers competitive pay. Go visit sbschools.us slash employment. We need you! Well, tough night here for Southern Boone as they drop the contest 63-6 to Blair Oaks. Has Mike, you been working on some uh, scores from around the area? Yeah, we got some uh, pretty interesting games going on uh, down to, at the Lake of the Ozarks. Camerton is tied with Glendale 29-29, to so that one's uh, just down into the fourth quarter. So got a slugfest going on there. More closer here. Um, Jefferson City takes care of Moberly, 58-14. So Moberly's going to finish off at 4-5, and five, the same record as the as the Eagles. But since they've played a lot of bigger schools, they're going to be ranked, or they're going to be higher us in the standings. Uh, Mexico last was up 27-13 over Warrington. That game's not final yet. Um, Boonville is up 34-18 over Eldon. That's not final yet. Um, Fulton, not final yet. They're winning 28-20. So Fulton's on the cusp of getting their first win of the game. So it would be a nice win for them. Osage cruises over Versailles 52-0 for their sixth win in a row. As you mentioned earlier, uh, Pentos of California beat Hallsville 41-38. We mentioned Hickman beating Belleville West already 22-20. to 20. Uh, Francis Howell, the Vikings, um, cruise over Rockbridge 59-21. to 21. So Rockbridge finishes 7-2 and two on the season. Uh, Battle was losing to Hannibal, the last check of 27-14, not final yet. Capital City goes to 7-2. and two. They're 54, They won 54-15 over Kirksville. So the Capital City Cavaliers have really... Got a good little program going on down yeah, there. New program, too, so yeah. relatively new. Yeah, they were their first or second year playing varsity. Um, Helias was up 59-13 recently over the Golden Griffins of Vianney. Uh, no update on Odessa-Harrisonville. Uh, Centralia uh, lost to Macon, 
20 to 14. That game is tied at 14 at halftime, so quite the defensive slugfest there. Macon now becomes 8-1, while Centralia drops to 7-2. and Still a pretty good season from uh, Centralia. So those are the scores we got so far. So uh, certainly today pretty much went as we expected. Uh, we're expecting to be playing um, against Eldon, the fifth seed. We'll be the fourth seed. Fulton will be the, clearly the sixth seed. The first two seeds will get a bye. So then uh, three will play six, four will play five. And we're expecting uh, the Eagles to be fourth seed with the Eldon being the fifth seed. So they'll come up to play here. So Eldon has uh, struggled the last few weeks. Um, they had a good start to the season, but they've kind of struggled the last couple times. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. So we'll, we'll have a good challenge on our hands. It's always tough to play a team a second time, right. especially when you played pretty well and had a good game and, and won by a comfortable margin. Um, so, but uh, still, still got to make sure you prepare. Did you? We definitely need to make sure we get healthy. We got to get some players back to get us some more depth and give us some people to take it to be able to take a break here and there. Yeah, taking a look at the uh, standings here for the Class Three District Five, as the only game that's been updated is Moberly. So they finished with a four and five record. They set a top with thirty five point six seven points. Mexico, and again, all the rest of the uh, five teams, those games are not updated. So uh, there'll be maybe some changing, probably not a whole lot in the uh, standings here. Uh, the, the points will change, but I don't think the standings will. As Mexico in second currently with 31.16 yeah. points. But Moberly did beat Mexico, so Moberly's most likely going to be yeah. the first seed. And Boonville, uh, they're winning, so five and four. Uh, Boonville will probably jump up to second place, and that's not surprising. So um, I don't think Boonville played Moberly. So, uh, yeah, Boonville sits yeah. at 30.53 points, and Southern Boone 29.58 points. Eldon back at 23.26 points, and Fulton in the basement with 14.9 yeah. points. So Yeah, there's nothing to change the bottom three. Southern Boone, Eldon, yep. Fulton will still stick. With that, there's no reason for any of those to change. Yep. And we beat Eldon, so that would, yeah. That, no way Fulton can jump Eldon. So if Eldon yep. were to yep. jump us, we would jump them. Yeah. So well, they need a big time comeback. Yeah. <laughs> Last yeah. we saw, they were down 34 to 18, and and Eldon doesn't have that kind of a strike, Correct. quick offense in the word to come back. Yeah. So the quickly. first, the first three may shuffle around a little bit, but really, it it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. I expect to, Boberly, Boonville. And then Mexico will be yeah. the three. So Mexico will host Fulton, and then Southern Boone will host Eldon. And yeah, then, for, uh, for and us. Again, and that's fine because, honestly, Mobley doesn't scare me. Mexico, we beat them. Boonville, we were within a – how many yards was that? Two or three yards? We were the chance close, to tie. Yeah. So, you know, uh, none of these teams are scary. The, you know, the first-place team is going to be four and five. Absolutely. I mean, really. So, like we anticipated nine weeks ago, mm-hmm. eight weeks ago, whatever it was, nine weeks ago, I guess, uh, it's going to be a wide-open district. Anybody can win. We didn't think Fulton had much of a chance, unfortunately. You know, But we thought that the other five teams would have a good chance. And sure enough, you know, four and five is going to be first place, and three and six is going to be sixth place, and there will be a game in between, difference between the rest. So Absolutely. And like we said in our pregame conversation with head coach, 
in uh, Mark Ross. Not the ideal place you'd like to be. Ideally, you want to be in top two, but uh, certainly not the worst place. And like we said, the top three may shuffle around, but for uh, Southern Boone, it really doesn't matter at this point uh, what happens because the top, the uh, bottom three are just going to stay where they're at. So that will uh, keep Southern Boone in the uh, should keep them in the four. Sorry, yeah, the four spot, which again would put them playing Eldon next week. And honestly, uh, just kind of mirror what you said. I like that matchup next week, and I like the uh, matchup for later on. Of course, we can't get ahead of ourselves because now we enter in where everything's on the line. It's one and done. If you suffered a loss, you win, you keep playing, you lose, you start thinking about basketball season and, uh, you know, and wrestling season as well as it'll be uh, here quickly. So that's uh, basically everything on the line for, for the season. It all comes down to this. Eldon has gotten within 10 points of Boonville, 34-24 in the fourth quarter. They set a two-point conversion that was intercepted. So that was getting closer to the final and, not quite given up yet. Well, I don't see Coach Ross headed this way, so I think we're going to go ahead in our broadcast here and get packed up and uh, get set for next week. As uh, If you haven't done so, be sure and follow us on Facebook. Search for Show Me Sports Network. You can find us on there as soon as we see how everything shakes out as the dust settles for the uh, Class 3 District 5 tournament for football. We will let you know, and we'll pass that on and uh, let you know where we'll be. We're anticipating it'll be a home game next week. However, what we can tell you is we'll have the exclusive broadcast here on the Show Me Sports Network. Uh, Everything uh, will get the uh, paperwork filed and everything like that, and we'll be good to go to bring you exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football next week as we will start district play. Any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, folks, come out next week. Show up if you can. Um, again, we got a great atmosphere going on here in, in Asheville, and the kids will, young men will show you could sure use your support and cheering and uh, come watch some good football. Absolutely. Well, that's going to do it for our broadcast for the Show Me Sports Network and for Mike Freeze. I'm Blake Gasway. Until we talk to you next Friday as we will have Class 3, District 5 action here on the Show Me Sports Network, the exclusive home for Southern Boone County Eagles football. And the pregame starting about 6.30 and kickoff coming at 7 o'clock. So long and have a great evening. You've been listening to the biggest and absolute best coverage in mid-Missouri on the exclusive home for Southern Boone County Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network and the Eagles Radio Network. The Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew are the ones that know your Eagles the best. Exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football has been brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC. Last Sentinel Firearms. Retrieving Freedom. Sawdust Studios. Southern Boone Booster Club. And Zealous WBGT. We hope you've enjoyed the broadcast. Join us anytime on the web at ShowMeSportsNetwork.com or find us on Facebook by searching Show Me Sports Network. The Show Me Sports Network and the Eagles Radio Network, your exclusive home for Southern Boone County Eagles football.
serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world, this is the Show Me Sports Network. The preceding was an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and was a high-fidelity all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited. Hi, I'm retired Army Sergeant Trent Dirks, and I want to tell you about an organization that saved and changed my life forever. Retrieving Freedom provides highly trained service dogs to veterans with disabilities and children with autism absolutely free of charge, thanks to the generous donations and support from people just like you. Experts from Retrieving Freedom help throughout the entire process from fostering programs through service dog placement. Retrieving Freedom gave me the skilled service dog, Tracer, who has been my best friend in my lifeline. To find out more about how you can get involved, volunteer, foster, or to donate, visit their website, RetrievingFreedom.org. Retrieving Freedom, changing lives through the training and placement of service dogs for veterans with disabilities and children with autism. You've been listening to the biggest and absolute best coverage in mid-Missouri on the exclusive home for Southern Boone County Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network and the Eagles Radio Network. The Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew are the ones that know your Eagles the best. Exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football has been brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC. Last Sentinel Firearms. Retrieving Freedom. Sawdust Studios. Southern Boone Booster Club. And Zealous WBGT. We hope you've enjoyed the broadcast. Join us anytime on the web at ShowMeSportsNetwork.com or find us on Facebook by searching Show Me Sports Network. The Show Me Sports Network and the Eagles Radio Network, your exclusive home for Southern Boone County Eagles football. Serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world, this is the Show Me Sports Network. The preceding was an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and was a high-fidelity all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited.